You're listening to Jeff is Moody. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to Jeff is Moody Airlines. Uh, We have been cleared for takeoff. So please, board, sit down, relax. Tray tables out, seats back. We don't follow rules and regulations here. We'll be taking off shortly. Um, Enjoy the flight. Kings. Queens. My brothers, my sisters, my people. Welcome to the Jeff is Moody Show with DJ Naturel. Great talk, great music. Adult only, you know? Listen, we will laugh, we might cry, we will think, we will be motivated, we will be inspired, but most of all, we will be entertained. With that being said, kick back, relax, we got you. You are now traveling with numero uno. The number one flight through the talk show skies is the Jeff is Movie Show. Let's go. Enjoy the bounce. Damn, young Sean, damn. <laughs> How you doing, young boy? You all right? You ready? Man, how y'all doing, family? How's everyone? Y'all all right? Young boy, I'm telling you. Got some great random conversation today, man. Oh, we got some great random conversation today. In fact, let me just say real quick. Want to thank the entire fam for supporting a throwback from last week that regarded the history of white rioting in America. Young boy, show I did five years ago and hit dead on last week because it was relevant still, which is unfortunate. Family, y'all was listening. I don't, I don't know what the, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know why you love me so much. I know why I love y'all. Young boy, we got some great random conversation today. So a lot of our segments going to be a little shorter than usual, but it's all brand new. You good, young boy? Everything all right? You, you good? Looking forward to moving on to that next grade. We're going to be talking about some of your artwork in the next week or so. Mom good, dad good, everybody good. You being an outstanding young man. Yeah, I got that energy about me. You know, when I, when, 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 when I do these, when I do them replays, I like to come back strong. Huh. Got a phone check for y'all ass today. 
Young boy, you ready to get the people what they used to? Y'all all right? Everybody ready? Y'all good? All right. Young boy, let's give them what they used to. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I see you. I see you. Thank you. Thank you. All my people over there and over there and over there. Oh, but sir, ma'am, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I, you, I, I know I'm not doing this regular. It, it's, no, you two, uh, you, you, you two are God level. I, I don't know what to say anymore. Thank you for your support. You and everybody over there in that section. Thank you for your support. All my people, thank you for the support at the job, in the office, on the road, in them streets. Wherever you may be, ladies and gentlemen, my kings and queens, welcome to the Jeff is Moody Show with DJ Naturell on BeatBreakRadioFM.com and, of course, ReachOneNetwork.com. <sighs> for all of my iPhone and iPad users, please download the free BeatBreak 87FM app for your iOS devices. Android, we on the way. That's all I can say. Contact me on Instagram at the Jeff is Moody Show. Or you can text me your comments and or questions to 678-386-5331. If you want to hit DJ Naturell up to salute her for her ATL traffic mix, go to DJ Naturell on all social media. That is Naturell with an E. N-A-T-U-R-E-L. Ladies and gents, kings and queens, I will be your pilot for this three-hour flight. Kick back, relax if you can. Even if you cannot, I guarantee you that we're about to make this the best portion of your day. I am here to get you through the grind. Special shout out to all my drivers out there who listen to the Jeffers Moody Show while you're on the road. Honk your horn for me while I ring my bell for you. Y'all hear my bell? Everybody hear the goddamn bell? What up, bell? How you doing, bell? I'm I'm well, thank you. (laughs) I'm on it like that. One love to all my family who listen while you work or play and you choose the Jeff is Moody show. Whether you're in the gym, you know, up in the house, wherever you may be, if you're listening, I thank you. Now, before I get into today's show, and in our segment's gonna be a little shorter because we took a lot of time having this random conversation. I want to announce to all racists and hate mongers, young Sean. Sean Garvey, Beat Break 87, everybody that's just checked, I don't know, Miss Moody, Uncle JC, Corey Black, Van, Cali Born D, Queen Dina, Queen Royal, hey, hey. I want to announce to all the racists and hate mongers that we are no longer accepting your bullshit apologies. Fuck your fake apologies. You guys walk around doing the most and saying the most racist things in the world. Because that little white privilege of yours got you in a position where you could just say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for what I actually meant when I said it. But let me just say, I'm sorry. Crocodile tear here. Crocodile tear there. And a lot of times all is forgiven. I'm here to say, fuck that. Here to say that shit is no longer acceptable. Fuck your apology. Sacramento Kings uh, announcer Greg Napier loses job after his All Lives Matter tweet. Uh, Kings play-by-play announcer uh, Greg Napier, he lost his job following an exchange on Twitter with former Kings center DeMarcus Cousins. 
The pair was asked by Cousins for his thoughts on the Black Lives Matter movement before responding, all lives matter. (laughs) Ain't that what they say? Every single one. The Kings in the statement said Napier resigned from his role after that. Uh, uh, He goes on to say, I want to thank the fans for their overwhelming love and support. Uh, I will always remain a part of Kings Nation in my heart. Bonneville International, which owns the radio station, said in a statement, it parted ways with Napier, who was also a sports talk radio personality for KHTK. His recent comments about Black Lives Matter movement do not reflect the views or values of Bonville International. Let's get to his apology. Napier apologized for his comments in an interview with the Sacramento Bee on Monday. He says, I'm not as educated on BLM as I thought I was. I had no idea that when I said all lives matter, that it was counter to what BLM was trying to get across. Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck your apology. You're fired. But your president likes saying all the time, right? You fire. Get out of here. when you say all lives matter black lives matter and no one else never said that all lives don't matter just said black people get treated unfairly. you know what it is motherfucker you know what you meant fuck you in your job apology not accepted moving right along y'all all right New Jersey restaurant apologizes for I can breathe sign Pulled into the George Floyd controversy. Rivoli's restaurant in Tom's River has been closed for four years. But a message posted to its electronic sign six years ago has pulled it into the national controversy surrounding the death of George Floyd in Minneapolis. An image of the sign which read, I can breathe, I obey the law, went viral on Thursday, leading some to believe it had been posted in response to Floyd's death. Because, you know, George Floyd repeatedly kept saying he couldn't breathe while he was being fucking murdered by Derek Chauvin. So Rivoli's posted the message in 2014 after Eric Gardner, who was murdered by NYPD, said he couldn't breathe without resisting. They said, I can breathe. I I follow the law. This is a 30-year restaurant, popular in New Jersey, you know, yada, yada, yada. Well, the family that owns Rivoli's Grill, they pasted an apology on Facebook. Owner Tony Rivoli elaborated on his apology in a phone call conversation with New Jersey Advanced Media Friday, calling Floyd's death an American tragedy and explaining why he now regrets putting up the sign after Garner's death. I think it hurt people. I thought I was doing something pro-law enforcement and it didn't go well. Sometimes you do things maybe you don't think straight. Maybe you're thinking with emotion and you make a decision you can't take back. I got four grandchildren. I swear on all my grandchildren. I would never post that in 214. Fuck your apology. <laughs> no, we just started. Show just started. <laughs> I, 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 I ain't five, six segments in. 
Fuck your apology. You don't want to hear that shit. You know, back in 2014, when, he, when they posted it on purpose as they were mocking Eric Gardner, they actually defended it. They said police are trained to do a job. They do that job according to their training. They get cleared by a grand jury and people can't accept the truth. That's what they said in 2014. The truth of the matter is just don't break the law. It's kind of a simple thing to do. Don't break the law. You will not have trouble with the police. Well, ain't that a bitch? Fuck your apology. Rivoli said he received death threats because of the sign, and some even compared him to Hitler. Fuck you, you are. Fuck your death threats. I don't care when we get them. Anyone that knows me knows I'm the furthest thing from a racist, he said. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Here's a post from a young man to Colin Kaepernick. This is from uh, 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 Facebook. Uh, uh, because in my opinion, there were far too many of us that thought to drag this guy down and place all kinds of false narrative on his nil for justice. But now that it all plays out, it's time for everybody to apologize. Uh, uh, there's a young man that told Colin Kaepernick after calling him every name in the book, every racist and unpatriotic name in the book. Now he says, Colin, I, I apologize. Fuck your apology. Not even reading his shit. Clown. Oh, Jeff, people can't change. Well, sure they can. Yeah, they can. But sometimes you know what you're doing when you do it. And you ain't really change. You're changing because you got busted or you lost your job or you got fired or you called a police on black people lighting a fucking barbecue grill or you called a police on a black man bird watching or you called the police for this or you called the police for that and you suffered consequences of it and now you want to apologize because in your world with your privilege that works for you fuck your apology ring the bell play that dilla What's up, Mama Do? Collins professor and his wife caught on video using racist slurs against neighbors. A shocking video has emerged online of a California college professor railing at his neighbors along with his apparently drunken wife who spews a torrent of racial slurs in a confrontation that started because of the smell of bacon grease, according to a report. I'm not really big on, on bacon. I do eat it on turkey sandwiches and in hamburgers sometimes. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I don't eat a lot of bacon. But bacon is awesome. <laughs> Shit. I, I agree. I don't really like the smell. I don't like things smelling up my house. I really don't like the fried stuff in my house. But bacon in itself is awesome. I ain't talking about that stuff in the package. I'm talking about the thick cut bacon, young Sean. Awesome. Anyway, they went on a racial, they went on a, she went crazy. She gives the couple the finger. She calls the woman a bitch. They use a bunch of racial niggers, this, niggers, that. And then at the end of the video, the college professor, because he's so classy and, and accomplished, he throws a drink at his neighbor's window. 
anyway. Shit hit the fan for them. And their attorney said in a statement to the campus paper on behalf of the couple, while we have had ongoing difficulties with one of our neighbors, there's no situations that warrants the use of racially charged words, and we sincerely apologize for the behavior exhibited during this confrontation. The professor said his wife recognizes the hurt and anger that she has caused and regrets it. Today she is seeking help and has checked herself into a hospital for alcohol and drug abuse. Drunk, drug bitch. <laughs> Fuck your apology. <laughs> no more. Nope. Shits don't work. We don't want to hear it. Barbecue Becky, all y'all motherfuckers, you bitch ass niggas. We don't want to hear it. I don't care if you make the news or not. Your racism is obvious. For a lot of you, it's wide open, and you can't say sorry when your ass is on the grill. Just wanted to say that. Here's what we have for you today on the Jeff is Moody Show. <laughs> you know, while last week was all about taking it all the way back with Classic Replays, fam, this week is about moving forward and giving you that brand new weekly uh, uh, flavor and fire that you are used to. Everything is back to normal for the most part as we have gym news and dumb shit news smack fire for you out there. Uh, we got that today. We got four a uh, four-segment phone check with Cousin Ed in Casino today. And we're just talking about random topics, but it was great convo, y'all. You never know what might pop up on today's phone check, fool. It's a phone check, homie. Oh, this was a good one. We have the world's most trifling people contest for you today, and we have the polar opposite of trifling, and that's in full effect for today. And of course, as you all know by now, I do not get into the meat of a show until I give you all that. What? That's right, fam. Moody motivation is on deck because we all need to know that we have the ability to be great. Today, I'm going to talk about praying for mercy. Oh, please listen to this message today, family, please. And as a treat for Moody Motivation today, we're going to premiere the brand new Jahaz song titled, I Pray for Mercy, which inspired Moody Motivation today. Check it out. Uh, Jahaz doesn't even want any special attention for his single today. He literally just allowed me to play this to motivate the people. He's an artist. Artists are all about promotion. He's an intelligent artist, but he is the, one of the last remaining organic, true, well-meaning people. He makes his music because he loves it and he does it for the people. He did not even want me to say his name. Gosh. Imagine an artist that still does music for the true purpose and, and, and not fanfare, y'all. Y'all going to love how today's show all connects at the end. Well, as you all know, then from 5 o'clock or so till 6 p.m., we have the ATL Traffic Mix with DJ Naturell. All that and more for you today, fam. It's a packed show as usual, so get ready for this three-hour flight because verbal raw dog season is in full effect. Moody Motivation featuring the world premiere of I Pray for Mercy by Jahai is up next, fam. It's the Jeffers Moody Show with DJ Naturell on Beat Break Radio, FM.com, Reach One, Network.com. We're on TuneIn, iHeart, all over the place. We'll be right back. With Moody Motivation. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. 
There's a lot going on in the world, and your world is always changing. That's why it's important to stay connected. The latest news, the latest entertainment, the newest music. If it's in the air or on the air, it can be in the palm of your hand, wherever you are, with the iHeartRadio app. iHeartRadio. Over 1,500 live radio stations from across the country, and over 15 million songs to create your own custom station. Listen at iHeartRadio.com. And on the iHeartRadio app under Beatbreak 87 FM. Tune your radio. Tune in. Now. You can tune in to this radio station on any smartphone or tablet. iPhone. Android. Blackberry. Nokia. Samsung. Windows phones. Or whatever you have. Download the free TuneIn app from your phone or tablet's app store. Tune in with music, sports, news, and comedy. From over 70,000 radio stations around the world. Check it out at TuneIn.com. Or your app store. Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody show on Beat Break 87 FM, Beat Break Radio FM.com, and of course, Reach One Network.com. And family, it is time for a little bit of Moody motivation. I have a special one for you today. Pray for mercy, pray for peace. You know, on Jim News today, in uh, the, 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 the next segment, I'm going to be talking about a peaceful protest that my family and I attended on this past Thursday. And um, it was a successful protest that was put on by our young people. They took the lead. They organized it. They, they did everything right. And there were some things that, that we saw um, mostly good. And of course, you always have a couple of agitators here or there, but I'll get to that in the next segment. I want to talk to you today, and I, and I have a treat for you all today. About praying for mercy and peace. Listen, when I say pray for mercy, I don't mean we're we're begging anybody to do anything and we're pleading for our lives. That's not that's not the mercy I'm speaking of. I'm talking about the mercy in us. You see, I've realized with the devastating state of affairs that 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 America is going through right now. We have the most corrupt evil president in, 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 in modern history. Racism is running rampant. Police brutality is running rampant. You know, um, the entire world is, is, is protesting right now against police brutality and they're still brutalizing people. The bad cops, not the good ones, because we have to stop acting like there are not good cops. Or there are not good white people or this people or that people. We we need to exercise a little bit of mercy. And we need to pray for a little bit of peace. You know, one thing that I always say about confrontation is I just simply want to know who's who. I want to know who my enemy is and I want to know who my ally is. On Thursday, we found out a little bit of both. But how easy would it have been on Thursday to start a riot? You certainly had a couple of people there that kind of, you had one guy that actually tried it. 
But even when we are protesting for peace and even when we are making a strong stand, I realize that we have to exercise the mercy in us in order to keep things stable. Once again, I want to reiterate, this is not us begging. This is not us in fear. That's not what I mean to reiterate. We have to find the compassion for the mission ahead of us. All of the distractions, all of the agitators, man, that's the devil's work. Isn't it? You know, it only takes one person to turn a peaceful protest into warfare. And that's what they want. That's what the hate mongers want. That's what the president wants. But I just saw a bunch of people exercising the mercy inside of them that is theirs to give. Rather than reacting the wrong way, everybody reacted the right way. And so the protest was a success. Saw people praying for peace. But when you look at these people and when you talk to them, they were definitely ready for war. I always say, and I'm not quite sure if I made it up or not, pray for peace train for war with the situation that's going on across the world there are global protests against police brutality and racism I ask that you remain a warrior I ask that you stay strong I ask that you don't let somebody just blatantly push you around yes you need to defend yourself do so but pray for peace. And let's hope that we don't really have to go to war because by the time we go to war, we're going to be as vicious as our opponent. In your life today, you must find a way to exercise the mercy that is in you. Whether you're protesting, whether you are in a relationship that would be all too easy to break apart and fall apart because neither one of you wants to exercise the mercy and the understanding and the love that it takes to make things work. A lot of people are financially struggling. Some people are thinking about doing the wrong thing. I want you to pray for peace and pray for improvement and pray for betterment. Things that get better if you stay focused. Nah, we ain't ones to be pushed around. We're not ones to be taken advantage of. We're not even ones to back down. But Thursday taught me that rather than lashing out at cowards and giving them what they want, I exercise a wisdomatic mercy. The mercy is mine to give or take. And by us doing that, an agitator who got arrested, by the way, I'll tell you about it in the next segment. He turned into a clown. People ended up laughing at him rather than striking out at him. Because if we would have struck out, it would have turned violent. Everything that these kids worked for would have went down the drain. 
Somewhere inside of you, there is mercy. You have to tactically use it. It doesn't mean you're weak. It doesn't mean you're begging for anything. It just means that you're wise. And all the while, while we are poised, while we are training and trained, and while we are ready to defend ourselves by any means necessary, still, deep in your heart, in the middle of war, pray for peace. There's a song by one of my favorite artists and also my baby brother, Jaha. You've heard some of his music on this show before. And he did a great song called Pray for Mercy. And the song speaks to today's ills. But even with him recognizing the ills, he recognizes that there's a time to utilize mercy. And through all the smoke, through all the danger, every day, while we are prepared for war, Ladies and gentlemen, today I would like to premiere for you and treat you to pray for peace, pray for mercy, <laughs> sorry about that, by Jaha, right here on the Jeffers Movie Show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com, BeatBreak87FM. Moody Motivation, y'all. Listen to this song, absorb it to live by I love y'all we'll be right back you're listening to Jeff is Moody
Listening to Jeff is Moody on Beat Break 87. Previously on the Beat Break Show, we have the one and only Rob Wilson in the studio. Rob, yo, what's up, man? What's good? Hey, man, happy to be here, bro. You have people that come from humble beginnings, they weren't taught how to manage their money or how to build wealth. What do you say about those that didn't come from that type of environment or that background where they were not able to have access to that kind of information? Just start that process. And once you start that process, there becomes a conversion. The more you save, the less you spend. But you have to start the process because it's hard. My, I got a baby sister, man. She tell me all the time, bro, I'm going to start saving money when I make some more. <laughs> okay alright it's the Beat Break Radio Show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com follow Beat Break 87FM on Facebook Twitter and Instagram at Beat Break Radio Radio welcome back family welcome back to the Jeff is Moody Show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com how y'all doing I uh Man, I, man, I hope y'all got. The, I hope y'all got the meaning of that. I pray for mercy. Big up, Jaha. Yo, this, this guy been all around the world, young, young, young Sean. Ring the bell for Jaha, man. He's been all around the world with his music as an indie artist, and he's still making things for the people that matter. He don't want no credit. I twist his arm to take some credit. No, he ain't silly, y'all. He's a businessman. Shoot. Let's do some gym news in an interesting kind of way today. I want to talk to y'all about something that the Moody family was involved with and we are proud participants of. For gym news today, I'm going to tell you why there's hope. So, this Thursday pass. Baby Moody informed her mom that she wanted to go to a peaceful rally 
she wanted to go to a protest. And, you know, uh, mom, mommy hits me, Mrs. Moody. And she says, you know, AJ wants to go to this. She wants to go to the protest and um, I'll be going with her. Is that all right? And I'm like, well, of course. But I got to come too. Because we roll as a family. We roll as a unit around here. And my daughter, as she blossoms and as she grows into this beautiful young woman that we are just seeing, I'm just so proud of her. I'm so proud of us. She's spiritual. She she has a great, she has great mental aptitude. She is kind. But she's, she's also turning into somewhat of the militant. And I don't, she's not... Not over the top, but she does. She wants to stand up for what she thinks is right. Well, come to find out, a whole bunch of kids in this area do. So we meet at the protest for George Floyd. I would say anywhere from 500 to 800 people organized by minors I think the oldest organizer might have been 20 or 19 or something like that they had their route planned out they had their meeting spot planned out they had laid uh, strict orders that there would not be Violence, looting, destruction of prop. These are kids. So they met. I was there before the family and um, I'm just watching these kids. I'm like, wow, they organize as hell. You know, I didn't really understand who did it, who organized it at first. So people start to roll in. Here comes Mrs. Moody. Here comes Baby Moody. Here comes our little one of our adopted little youngins. One of our one of our our best. You know, we got a bunch of uh, adopted babies from gymnastics. And here comes another one, Regine. She's with him. She's another one. Just just she's awesome. But her mama's awesome. It's, she's just awesome. come these kids thirteen fourteen fifteen sixteen seventeen eighteen nineteen twenty twenty one twenty five thirty here comes the parents forty forty five fifty sixty 60 plus 70 
black, white, Asian, Indian, Latino, Hispanic, here they come together. Gotta be honest with you. I didn't know you had so many people that are tired of the bullshit in this community. From the darkest tone of black to lily motherfucking white. People that are tired of this. People that are tired of seeing the unjust treatment of people of color. All of them together. Here we all are. They organize in a parking lot. They say a couple of words. They 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 go to the front of the of the road right by the interstate and they they chant and they everybody's together. It was hot as fire. Yo, let me tell you something. I can't take that heat like I used to take it, baby. I'ma tell you right now. I start seeing zebras and lions up in this motherfucker. And tumbleweeds. Some of the kids were were so passionate about what they were saying because color didn't matter at that time. Nothing mattered at that time. It just just this 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 movement in unison, people moving as one. It mattered so much to them that they were out in the it was baking out there, y'all. Some of them were heat exhausted. So then we march from there, march about a mile up the road to here to the park, turn around, march back. And it set a tone for a community that I don't think was sure that it had this many people that cared. Not only the people that were there, not only the organizers, not only the participants, but I didn't know there were so many people. People are riding by all races, creeds, and colors. Honk, honk, honk. That's right. Stand up. Proud of y'all. Love y'all. Love y'all. Oh, there's a little bit of hope. This is news. This is news. You 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 can't have positive without negative. It's an impossibility in this modern society that we live in now. So some of us men had noticed these four white dudes under a tree one of them had a gun on his head because you know down here down here in georgia like other places that you have a right to open carry if you're if you're legal and that's fine with me but i always wonder why people need guns certain places i look at it as cowardice some people say they practice their amendment rights i mean if you're in the parking lot of Publix, i don't know why you need your gun unless you're a pussy I got a couple guns. <laughs> don't walk with my shit on my head. I don't need a gun to shot. I don't need a gun to go to Kroger's get some beer. If somebody running Kroger's and start robbing it or shooting, I probably, in all honesty, 
I probably hide out in the bear section. <laughs> if I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with a Heineken light or a Corona or something like that. Or Modelo. Well, if I'm going, maybe I do a Stella. We were watching them, they were pissed off. This sign of unity. This sign of multi-ethnic unity had them literally pissed off. So they got a Buffalo. Y'all know the wing place that makes the crappy wings? Just my opinion. The opinions of Jefferson Moody do not necessarily represent B-Break 87, Sean Garvey, employees, and sponsors, advertisers. I think Buffalo sucks. That's just me. Like the kids organized something. You, you had a bunch of white men and women that Guess what they did? They must have all got together somehow and said, today's going to be the rally. Let's all pull on, put on our Trump T-shirts. So you had this little small wave of Trump T-shirts sitting out on the outdoor deck of Buffaloes. Y'all see how that hatred work? Y'all see what hatred is? Y'all see what fear is? Do you see what the fear of unity is? That ain't brave. Hell, ain't none of the protesters had on a Joe Biden t-shirt because fuck Joe Biden. We wasn't there for Joe Biden. We was there for unity and we was there to say enough is enough. But when you're afraid, see, that's why Trump is the modern day Satan. Now, what did Trump have to do with that rally? except for a bunch of terrified people looking scared to death. Mad as fuck that these people are getting together. Oh, you want to talk about some unity, y'all? I Facebook live it, but it was so hot outside, my phone overheated and shut off. Thank God for the iPhone. Thank you, iPhone. So anyway, the, the protest was going swimmingly, and then out of the blue appears a guy with a Trump t-shirt and an American flag and a motorcycle helmet and he rushes the children. He doesn't get very far because Gwinnett police is out there and some of the protesters gave him a couple of, you know, he got lumped up a little bit even though his coward ass had a helmet on. He got he got taken down and Gwinnett was right up on him. Gwinnett was not happy. Ring the bell for Gwinnett police. They were out there to protect and they were out there to cooperate. Not an issue, not a problem with them. They didn't even do, they said, we don't want to do all of the flashing light things around you guys because we want you to be comfortable. We don't want you feeling like you're in some kind of captivity. We're not going to do our, we're just going to turn the little lights on on the top. We're not going to flash them. They did every, I mean, they literally went beyond the call of duty. They high five protesters. Most 90 something percent of people had their mask on. You know, they had to be if we was out there. Sometimes you got to take a chance. So a little Trump guy comes across. He gets Gwinnett. They take care of him. He does. He's not able to stop the vibe, though. And it, and it was a success and the kids won. Now, ask yourself. If babies can organize something that powerful, why can't you? 
if we can come to the realization that clearly not all white people are evil and not all black people are their stereotype and not all Asian people are their stereotype, you can go to the goddamn Chinese restaurant and get your motherfucking shrimp fried rice and, and fried chicken wings, motherfucker. They probably don't got the COVID up in the chicken wings because they're Chinese. If we start conquering each other's stereotypes see people for who they are you see how powerful movements are scared some of them folks to death so we got a neighborhood website all of you probably have it it's called next door and on next door you had a lot of people that were saluting the children and saluting the march and saluting the protest because it was completely peaceful let me tell you y'all i led the brigade on trying to be a you know kind of like a a, a, a chaperone out there and we did our own little security and things like that we didn't need to because the cops were there and and we also went and got trash bags from the gas station in public big up to the uh bp gas station i forgot his name big up to the managers at Publix that gave us a gang of bags and plastic gloves they was like you guys don't have to pick up we got it we said no we're gonna we're gonna leave this place like we found it the people at Publix applauded these children churches were out there off duty police were out there marching with the people and had had some devilish people scared to death you see what unity do so what else is in the news Well, with, with that being said, you know how terrified people are at unity? President Trump has protesters tear gas to clear way for a photo op at a church. Donald Trump in the most awkward Bible holdup that I've ever seen. If that was really a Bible and how it didn't explode in his hands because he's the devil. I, I don't know. But President Trump appeared at St. John's Episcopal Church, Episcopal, Episcopal, Episcopal Church. (laughs) Miss Moody, come get me again. Episcopal, Episcopal. Yo, my wife is such a supporter. She be breaking the words out. She's like, how you a wordsmith and can't pronounce something easy? Like, you you say the hard words easily. You say the easy words hard. You got me, babe. I know you wait for this shit. <laughs> uh, uh. The fake president went there after the historic house was wor- uh, of worship was vandalized during the uprising in Washington, D.C. over the weekend. But before the president was able to get his photo op in front of the church, protesters that continue to congregate outside the White House were pepper sprayed to clear the way for Trump to walk the path to the church. Now, keep in mind, these were peaceful protesters. They weren't breaking anything, throwing anything. They weren't doing anything. They were just peacefully standing in unison. The president really didn't need to come out. If you're a true leader, you go, you know what? They're out there. They're being peaceful. They're being orderly. I don't need this photo op. This man tear gassed Americans. This man utilized the military against American citizens. And he goes and he stands in front of this church and he holds up a Bible. 
And didn't nobody buy that except for his supporters because they're devils too. Yeah, I said that. I'm right now where I'm at with it. I don't I don't like politicians, period. Democrat, Republican, fuck them all. But yeah, at this stage of the game, if you're still supporting Trump, you're a devil. You're deplorable. And why is Joe Biden in trouble for saying 14% of Americans aren't really very good people? Only 14, Joe be saying some crazy shit, but only four. Why is he in trouble for that? Why did Hillary get in trouble for calling Trump supporters deplorables? They're fucking deplorable. Joe, you think only 14% of people ain't shit? Because I had it up at about 75. (laughs) I I thought 75% of people wasn't shit. While successful, peaceful uh, uh, demonstrations are going on, like like what went on in, in my area, uh, in other news, New York Police Department scan a broadcast calls to harm protesters. Uh, uh, um, allegedly, officers were heard over the, the broadcast system saying, shoot those motherfuckers. NYPD officers allegedly urged their fellow officers to harm protesters by either shooting or running them over. Protesters were approaching the 77th precinct in Brooklyn. Brooklyn, what up? There's some good cops in the 77th. It used to be. I don't know what happened. When an officer's voice popped on the scanner describing the scene, moments later, another officer urged the cops to shoot those motherfuckers. Not too long after, protesters made their way through the Crown Heights section of Brooklyn when another officer implored those on the scene to run them over. Now it has been confirmed that the audio did in fact come from a police scanner, but NYPD officials uh, said radios have gone missing since the demonstrations of civil unrest. So there is a chance that those radio transmissions did not originate from police. Motherfucker, do you think we're as dumb as Trump supporters? The fuck is wrong with you? I don't know if y'all ever been harassed by NYPD. I have. They meant to do that. Oh, some great cops in New York City. Used to be. I imagine they still are. You see how unity terrorizes hate? And you see how as much good as we do, there will always be bad. With police brutality being on a main menu and with the whole entire globe saying that they are fed up with it, police just a couple of days ago, just for some reason, pushed a 70 plus year old man. He hit the back of his head and his ear started bleeding. I don't know what he was doing that they would handle him like that. They're doing they just don't care. And they're they're being fueled and ignited by the president. You're going to act like this is the guy that said when you arrest him, you know, be a little rough with him. The talk show host, the bankruptcy guy, the adulterer, the tiny hand guy. That was Jim News, but I want to tell uh, Hatred something. I want to tell those guys outside of Buffalo's. I want to tell all the people on our next door in the community site that were just so irritated that this um, protest went well. So many people were so mad. What about white lives? What are, they were so mad. I want to tell all of you, you're scared. 
you pussy. Yeah, you're pretty tough at making threats online. I've been threatened by Trump supporters since I got on Facebook because I spent 80% of my time promoting my show and shitting on Trump. <laughs> you come at the king, you better get it right. Shit don't move me. And apparently it don't move a lot of people who are tired. And enough is enough. Love won on Thursday. It can win every day if we allow it to. That's Jim News. We'll be right back with Dumb Shit News. Smack the fire all today. Right here on the Jeff is Moody Show on Beat Break 87. FM. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. What's up, everybody? Ryan Vernell, host of The Ryan Show FM here with a quick PSA. The entire world is coming together for the first time in a long time to stop the spread of COVID-19, a.k.a. the coronavirus. And you can do your part, too. And it starts with these three steps. One, social distancing. Stay away from people at least six feet, especially if you don't know whether or not they're ill. Step two, sanitize your hands. Use soap, hot water, and wash for at least 20 seconds. And step three, wash your ass, goddammit. Look, in all seriousness, thank you to the healthcare workers that are on the front lines fighting this virus. Let's make it easier for all of them out there that are making incredible sacrifices to ensure our health and economic stability. Thanks for listening to this quick PSA. Now let's get back to the reason why you're listening to this radio station in the first place. Good music, great conversation, and a place to escape from all this BS going on outside. Be safe, everybody, and keep on a listening. <sighs> Welcome back. Yo, Sean. Yo. If anybody want to know why we so good at this, I just like to tell the people it's because of them. No, I gotta. I no, I gotta. I got a gift. Now, come on, now. Don't allow me to. Uh, allow me to talk a little bit of my shit. If I wasn't so passionate about y'all, I'd be as good as I'm just, just saying. Jeff's movie show is that business. <laughs> what? Y'all want to smack the fire out of some people? Been working on my backhand. All week to smack the fire all today, or he or she. It's time for some dumb shit news. Then we're gonna move into it to an extended phone chat, and, and then we're gonna come back with, with the world's most trifling and uh, the polar opposite of trifling. We got a great, we got some great random combo for y'all today. I just gotta let me just do this dumb shit. Y'all sure you all right? You all right? You okay, man? You know, you're getting older now. Summertime. Getting a little hair on your chin. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to cover your ears as much as you used to. Play that dealer. Do this dumb shit new smack fire all day. I'm going to be quick because I just got three super cool stories for y'all. I said cool. Because I can say that. And get away with it. For now. 
One day, Sean Garvey is going to smack the fire out of me. <laughs> Yo, one day, Sean Garvey's just going to walk up on me and smack the fire out of me. Until then. Talk about three coons and get up out of here. The dumb shit lose. Jason Whitlock, super cool, reportedly is out at Fox Sports. Sports journalist and on-air personality Jason Whitlock is no longer with the Fox Sports Network after his contract expired on Sunday. Whitlock most recently hosted a show with Marcellus Wiley called Speak for Yourself. And the networks confirmed that the show will continue despite Whitlock's departure. Friday was Jason Whitlock's last day with Fox Sports, um, uh, said FS1 in a statement. We thank Jason for all of his hard work and dedication to the network, and we wish him the best in his future endeavors. Whitlock began his career writing for newspapers before entering radio and sports talk show hosting before his second stint with Fox Sports in 2015. Whitlock worked as a writer and on-air personality for ESPN. For those of you that are in the know, he got fired because he's a cone. And the machine used him up like they used coons up. And then they dumped him when they don't have, when he brings too much heat to them and they don't need him no more, they dump coons. You know, Stacey Dash, they, they know that, right? Diamond and Silk, super coons, they know it. Yeah, you know. They had to get rid of him because people were starting to say enough is enough. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, they'll use black people to do a bunch of shit. But when enough is enough, it's enough. And people were enough. Jason Coon has been selling. Jason Coon. Oh, my God. (laughs) Jason Whitlock has been selling out uh, forever. Now, some people say, Moody, why do people sell out if they don't agree with what you say? You're right. You're right. No, I don't. There are people that don't see my views and I don't I don't have a problem with them at all. If you know if you don't know Jason Whitlock, look him up. Look up the man that says when people get hurt by police, it's their own fault. Just obey the law and nothing will happen to you. Look up the man that said there's no such thing as racism. Look up the man that says white people are, are, are no uh, less evil than black people. Look up the man that says, what about Chicago? Look him up. Had to get his ass out of there. His usefulness was done. All you coonies out there, all you raccoons, this is your fate. Now Jason done made some good money. He'll be all right. And he said, they said he's starting his own thing. You know, I, I wasn't hardly watching him then. Won't watch him then. Fuck him. That man, that man hate himself, boy, in my opinion. Moving right along. Smack the fire out the heat. Smack the fire out of Jason Whitlock, son. Hmm. Ben Carson uh, brushes off Black Lives Matter, says the refocus should be on the Chicago killings. What about Chicago? Trump's... uh, HUD secretary that has no fucking idea what he's doing in his job. Ben Carson recently made an appearance on CNN and was asked about Trump retweeting a video 
that found conservatives talking about George Floyd's past drug use and things to try and bring down the 46-year-old's character amongst many cities for demonstrations across the nation after footage of Floyd's death by ex-police officer Derek Chavon began to spread across the world. See, Trump is Trump is trying. This president is promoting the narrative that Floyd was a criminal, so he his life didn't matter anyway. He should have been cold-blooded murdered. This is the president. He got him a hell of a good boy. And Ben, no, Ben's a good boy. How's a good boy? Donald's, I love you so much. Oh, Master Donald, I do anything for ya. Oh, Master Donald just tells me what you needs me to say and needs me to do. Anyway, Carson. Carson said, uh, while speaking on one of the groups that have been organizing the protest, that would be Black Lives Matter. Carson said the group should shift their focus to Chicago and become concerned about black men getting killed in the streets of Chicago. Carson said, as far as Black Lives Matter is concerned, I hope that maybe this is the beginning of being concerned about the many young black men who will be killed in Chicago this weekend. This is the same narrative that Donald Trump previously used when he called the the city a total disaster and compared Chicago to Afghanistan. Smack the fire, Alter He. Double coon smack. Whitlock Carson. Smack him up. Bitch ass nigga. You, You know, black crime white people are going to kill more white people than anybody else and Asians are going to kill more Asians than anybody else and blacks are going to kill more blacks than anybody else and if you want to talk about uh, 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 Chicago we can talk about it and that's kind of like a separate issue because you're talking about whatever gang violence or, 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 or violence but we're not talking about the cops see the cops are, uh, the cops are supposed to fight violence they're, they're, supposed to, they're supposed to be the people that, that they're supposed to be the people that handle that they're not supposed to be like the people in Chicago. See what I'm saying? Ain't this show good today? You're welcome. It's good every week, young Sean. I keep telling the family it's good because of that. See, see the cops ain't see the cops. The, the, the thing about it is Ben Cooney, 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 raccoon. You raccoon. The thing about it is the cops are not supposed to act like the criminals, Ben. <laughs> Smack your fire all day. Matter of fact, let's throw Candace Owens, uh, let's throw her bed winching ass in there as well. I just wanted to. I don't have a story about it. Between these three shines, how much could, y'all know they say how much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Got a new one for you. How much coon could a coon 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 if a coon coon could coon coon? <laughs> Maybe 
it last week on air. I don't know. I've been thinking this is my last week for, for I don't know how many episodes. What episode is this, by the way? I don't know. This is 67. Ah, whatever. Who cares? I'm fired. How much coon with a coon, 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 coon? How much coon with a coon, 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 coon? Throw her bitch ass in there. She don't have, I don't have a story for her. Throw her in there. The opinions of Jefferson Moody do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Beat Break Radio or none of that. Sean Garvey, none of that. All my opinions, y'all, take it out on me. Last story for dumb shit. Smack the fire out to Candace. I don't really like smacking the fire out of women. I don't even like saying it, but smack the fire out to shit. Young Sean, I need a, I need a, I need a smack effect. In the next two weeks, I want a damn smack effect when we smack the fire all today. Last bit of dumb shit news. Hulk Hogan's ex-wife is blasted after racist George Floyd tweet. Linda Hogan, the ex-wife of legendary pro wrestler Hulk Hogan, has garnered the ire of many with a racist tweet about the protesters amid the murder of George Floyd. Linda Hogan wrote in a now-deleted tweet. Why did, they, why did they do these things and didn't delete them? I don't delete anything I do. She said, watching the looting, it's 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 all Afro-Americans. Uh, false. Not sure how robbing and stealing uh, sets the record straight, but if they want to be heard, they need to be civilized. The tweet also got Linda Hogan and her ex-husband banned from all elite wrestling and will not be used for any further emotion. You dummy, you just be messing up. Y'all races be messing y'all money up. AEW CEO Tony Khan responded to Hogan's inflammatory tweet with, you've now joined your husband in being banned from all AEW shows. Congratulations. Here's all I want to say about Linda Hogan. Yeah, far be it for me to be knocking people's appearance. But I've never known who she was. Like, I don't think I've ever seen Hulk Hogan's wife until this story. Yo, no disrespect, no shade, no shade, no shade, no shade. Excuse my language. Anybody sitting with Sean Garvey or any of the Beat Break staff right now, if you're looking at them like, how the fuck is this guy in your station? Sean Garvey, hold your head up high. Just tell him Moody is a little off. No, no shade, no shade. I'm just saying. She looks like Hulk Hogan. Have y'all seen this bitch ass nigga? (laughs) Have y'all seen this little clan girl? She looks like Hulk Hogan. I thought that was Hulk Hogan. Woo. Lord. Got a strong face there, Linda. That face strong. No shade. No shade. No shade. Smack the fire altar, she. That was dumb shit news. Smack the fire altar day. Smack the fire altar, Ben Carson. Smack the fire altar, Jason Whitlock. Smack the fire altar, Candace Owens. Smack the fire altar, Linda Hogan.
It's time for that phone check. Y'all ready for some great convo? Are y'all ready for some good convo? Next couple of segments, phone check. Cousin Ed is in the house. Casino is in the house. The Jeff is Moody Show on Beat Break 87 FM. We'll be right back. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Previously on the Beat Break Morning Show. Comedian Doodle Brown, ladies and gentlemen. It's already in the building. I do it all. Def Comedy Jam. Pete Diddy's Bad Boys of Comedy. What else can you do? What else can I do? Aren't you? Aren't I what? Just spit it out. A minister? I'm an ordained minister. Yes. Awesome. I, awesome. I did not know that. Awesome. Yes. Wow. Because I was looking at, I went online, I looked at one of the videos and it was uh, a woman who was kind of half naked and she was up on you and stuff. And so with Lily pointing out that you are a minister, I'm, I'm like, okay, uh, how current was that video? How recent uh, was that video? That's, that's my most recent video. Won't it do the best part of waking up isn't Folgers. It's the Beat Break Morning Show. Start your morning off right with Sean Garvey and the crew on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Follow Beat Break 87 FM on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Beat Break Radio. Family, 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 family. What up, y'all? <laughs> it's one of them days, man. Yo, welcome back to the Jeff is Moody Show with DJ Natural on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Beat Break 87 FM. What up? Y'all already know what time it is when I say these names. I ring this bell. Y'all know that the aces is in the house. Y'all know, y'all know, y'all know the double, triple, quadruple OGs is in the house. Family. It's time for a phone check, fool. It's a phone check, homie. We back again with another phone check before y'all. Okay, y'all used to these guys, but before we even get there, I gotta tell y'all something. Family, I thank y'all every single week for supporting the Jeffers Movie Show. But I wanna especially thank you guys for your reaction and the way that you guys are embracing the phone checks. Because me being a person of quality, it's sound quality, I had the biggest issue doing phone segments uh, because you know I'm just used to everything being really high five and I just had to come to the understanding that it doesn't matter whether you're on Beat Break 87 FM Sirius Radio when you're doing phone conversations the imperfections of you know the signals you have to have to have a flawless conversation it is what it is and it took me a couple of weeks to um, embrace that and I thought that the people were going to have the biggest problem with it. But you guys, you embrace it. You love it. And we love giving it to y'all. So, uh, uh, fellas. To y'all. I mean, we love to give y'all the phone checks. All right. Moving right along. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado. Casino is in the house. What up, boy? What's going on, baby bro? Yo, yo, yo. What up, what up, y'all? What's everybody doing? What's good, fam? I'm I'm just looking forward to having this random conversation. We got random conversation with Casino in in the the double OG. 
You know what I'm saying? So we're gonna we I'm looking forward to that, bro. Everything been good. Triple quadruple OG. Yeah. <laughs> the goddamn double 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 triple quadruple quintuplet OG. You know what I'm saying? Let's, let's, you, let's go. Been good? Everything been good with you? Oh man, everything's been been lovely, man. You know what I'm saying? Quiet. Okay, okay. I'm saying well, you know, you know. Um, um Oh, it's it's the it's the OG. We we you, you listen. When you say he's six four, he 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 start feeling some kind of way because he don't want you shortchanging him <laughs> on his height. And what he doesn't understand is that little short motherfuckers love to take inches off a big guy. Pause. Pause, nigga. Pause, nigga. Super pause. He doesn't understand. He doesn't understand that little guys like to uh, make sure taller guys are not as tall as they really are. So you know, double OG, triple OG, quadruple OG, my baby cousin, but my big cousin at the same damn time. Cousin Ed is in the house. What up, Ed? What's up, cousin? What's going on, fam? What's going on? Fam? No, do not steal anything from me. You say that much. Give, me a, <laughs> give it to me, though. Well, you know, I mean, no disrespect, but I'm pretty sure, uh, cuz oh, there was a gotta have a male <laughs> listener or two that was probably like, Ooh, taking inches from us in there. No, might be the, the pause king of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, that might be pause. Pause. I don't get so sensitive out there. Y'all calm down. We're playing around with you. So, yo, we want to want to get into this uh, random conversation, man. We're just going to talk about some random things. And we're going to um, really want to chop it up. Once again, thank you guys for joining. So, we're going to get right into it. Um, uh, the protest. Uh, these world-wide Protests over the murder of George Floyd. Um, I was in a back and forth with someone on social media, and in their attempt to minimize the impact of these protests, they stated that Black Lives Matter and Black people in general and all of these protesters, the reason no one takes them serious is because they can't get their priorities straight and they're out here celebrating a a repeat criminal who an officer accidentally killed and they're wondering why no one takes them serious and I said I really hate to inform you if this is not being taken serious then I don't know what is bitch because this is a global protest these protests are rivaling some not all of the intensity of the protest from the 60s people are being assaulted tear gas the president of the United States is inciting violence he is speaking of when the looters come out the shooters come out the entire world is in unison right now and they are yelling and they are screaming enough 
is enough. The impact for me as I attended a peaceful protest with my entire family, well, Mrs. Moody and Baby Moody, and one of our adopted babies, Regine, it, it was enough to almost bring tears to my eyes to see the youth and to see the various rainbow coalition of people that have said to themselves and that they are now saying out loud, enough is enough. Cousin Ed, I want to ask you, what has been from your lens, your viewpoint? your emotional spectrum what has been what has been the impact of these protests you and your family well directly from our family um they just their first time really seeing it you know michael brown happened most of them were young this is the first time they've seen it up up close and being able to sit down during a pandemic and not move well before you're moving you're still going to practice you're still going to games, you're still going to school, everybody has a, t- a chance now to sit home, watch the news together, talk about it, have dialogue about what's actually going on, and you're not only seeing it in one place, you're seeing it in multiple cities, back to back to back, and it comes from one thing, you know, Mr. Floyd being murdered, but now you're seeing more and more police brutality. So now when you're talking to your kids, you're able to say, okay, it is true. Police brutality is true. This is what's going on. And now you're having a conversation of this is how you conduct yourself. This is peaceful protest. These are looters. These are people out here that shouldn't be doing it. And these are some of the reasons why they're doing it. We understand. So it's a lot of good dialogue, I believe, coming out of it that's needed across, you know, not only in our nation, but across the um, world. So... I believe this is actually good. I, I just want us to come together behind it after the fact. Right, and I think I think that's something you wanted to talk about um, as the phone check progresses. So yeah, definitely. Um, Casino, what about you? Yeah, man. Um, from a global scale, like seeing and, and I saw uh, thousands of people in Paris. George Floyd, uh, you know, um, signs and uh, seeing it in Japan, Japan nigga. Now, now I know in Japan they had a situation where the police did something bad to a, a Japanese citizen out there, so they were protesting that. But also, it included George Floyd part of their protest as well so you're seeing this from a global scale and i've never seen that for my 40 years of living um and man it was like a beautiful thing to see and i really didn't know i i, I guess maybe because i because i'm very i'm very cynical and so when i was looking at this i was like wow i didn't know uh, black people in America had this many allies. Oh, it was really cool to see. I, I love it, and I want to say um, this is like Africa. Africa has a tendency to stand up. Um, period, 
but we, yeah, we, we we must also remember <clears throat> excuse me we we must must remember that there are other nations that are going through you know inner turmoil and we've seen people right now in many portions of Africa I think what people are not understanding Africa is actually going through a fucking gentrification Afri- Africa yeah. with no disrespect to Asian people whatever business is business but politics and because of certain po- power structures foreigners are coming into Africa and buying up their land and you have many Africans that are now witnessing, and we're not talking about South Africa, where that that kind of regime is always kind of that racism has always been there. We have pockets of Africa where the the people born to that land are experiencing gentrification and racism and exclusion all around the world. There are, there are so many countries that are going through inner turmoil. And what they all seem to be doing right now is, is pausing their personal issues and standing up for this one man. And I got to tell you something. That might... If America cares about anything, and I'm not sure America really gives a fuck about too much of anything. But if America as a whole cares about anything, I think this is the time that America might want to go, whoa, because I'm going to tell you, when you got a worldwide uprising like this, don't be shocked if it becomes a military effort against you. When the world sees you cracking, somebody going to come at you. And that's that's not only from a protest perspective. That's like for anyone, you know, wounded animals in the wild, they pray. You're instant prey when you're wounded. The other animals know it. You're walking in the inner city or you're walking somewhere and you, you all jeweled up and whatever you're prey. You know, it's America in my opinion. And I'm, I'm going to ask you guys, are we putting ourselves with our divisiveness with our now wide open frailty with what the world is starting to go is this the country that we're fucking looking up to do you guys see anything bigger than this civil rights protest or um, do either one of you see a situation where countries may start maybe testing America because they see that we're kind of cracked from the inside or could the thinking be no matter how cracked we are, motherfuckers know we'll blow them off the face of the map. Um, go ahead. Hey, whoever, whoever was gonna go. Um, so I thought about this and then throughout my pondering, you know, if anybody was to to uh do that, be somebody like what, like somebody like China, right? Um, why would China do that whenever we owe them so much money? So we, so technically, they already got us. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like uh, China is the uh, 
the guy that that like owns the apartment complex. China's China's yeah. like our daddy. Hey, hey, right. He's the uh, guy that he's the fucking see. He's the super or whatever. Not the super. What what's the word I'm looking for, y'all? He's the motherfucker the that owns. Yeah, yeah. The motherfucker that owns the building. And America is just renting. And they keep renting more buildings, space. And they're like, all right, so, yep, you owe me this however many trillion. I know you're <laughs> going to give it to me eventually. I'm not, and, I'm not, know. I'm not, I'm not going to bomb my bottom bitch. My money right. to get out in these streets and get my money. That's though. a perfect <laughs> explanation. China exactly. is the pimp. America <laughs> is the bitch. There we go. That's the type of shit I like to hear. Well, Cuzzo, what you think? I, I definitely have we, we exposed ourselves, Cuz? No, I definitely agree. I was gonna say the same exact thing of how much we um, China actually owns the country. When we um, went through our first recession, they were buying up everything. Previous to that, they was buying up everything. So they really, um, I don't think they would get rid of us. I think they'll start doing like the lobbyists and start tightening down and doing things behind the scenes. That's going to um, take away some of the more more of our American rights. And the same thing with Russia. Russia wants to do the same thing. As long as they have Trump in their back pocket, they're going to keep using him to take away American liberty and rights and make it more of a um, communist state. Let, let me let me ask you guys before we move on to the um, um, next topic. Um, all three of us are we're, we're, we're pretty much in agreement, you know with, with there is a chink in our armor and, and whatever but let, let me ask you a cousin Ed, let me ask you a question um, are we are we still far fetched or do we still have tinfoil hats on when we say the reason Trump may win 2020 after all of the fuck-ups, after all that he's exposed himself, is because of what we have just discussed, the superpowers, Trump works for them. And is it is it becoming obvious that his presidency is something that is beyond our control as far as electing Re-electing or or rushing somebody out of office, is it fair to is it is it fair for us to start really talking in that manner, or or should we still have all of our faith in a voting process? Which, by the way, folks, I want to say this before cousin Ed answers. I'm voting. I don't give a fuck if I find out my vote don't mean shit. I'm gonna vote. You do what you think you need to do. I'm going to do what I think I need to do. Because in that, we are seeing things that have never been made more clear to us before. Is it? Is it? Is, is this process still legitimate to you? This voting process? Um, going off of our constitution and our American beliefs, that's one thing you can do is have faith in it. Um, anything could be rigged, right? But now that they're blatantly going to go out and rig it and show you that they're taking ballots and put it someplace else, that's like, you know what? I gave this example the other day, right? 
a guy comes to your window, asks you for a dollar, right? Do you not give the dollar because you know he's about to go drink? You got to have faith that what you're doing is the right thing, right? Right, right. So in the voting, uh, that you're doing the right thing, you, you somehow, some way that this is going to work. And, it, and the thing we, we talked about before was you can't just say I'm going to vote one time. You got to bring other people with you. And then when it doesn't work, you know what? I'm bringing more people the next time. And when that doesn't work, I'm bringing... It's like protest. You got you got to just keep standing up. I mean, I'm, that's the only thing... I mean, if for us to have a democracy, the only way we can do it. Now, unless we say, okay, we're going to have our own city over here. It's our city and Moody, you in charge. You know what I'm saying? Right. Casino. Are we... Yep. Yep. Has our process been exposed? And and should we do why we should still stand on a line and vote or whatever? You know, like does it matter still? Uh, though you kind of cut off a little bit, but got the gist of what what you were saying. So, so I got to give you props on me. You, you know, me and you, we we have conversations all the time. Mm-hmm. And and uh, and I remember something that that you said, and then I just started thinking about it. And when it comes to this voting shit, it's a whole lot of bullshit that comes with that. Like it's mm-hmm. a lot of deception. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, in America, you're gonna come across some fuck shit anyway, because mm-hmm. America, that's why. But mm-hmm. oh, when it comes to this voting shit shit is important and i'm gonna explain why real quick because we, we, got, we got about we got about 90 seconds and two minutes all right cool so mm-hmm. the fact that they like i can have a internet transaction to get money or cash out my phone or personal information through the internet and the fact that you can't even uh uh vote from your phone a problem now ask yourself why is that why are they making it so difficult or to make voting easy for you they don't want it easy for you that's the fuck so in that regard voting is important they want you to not come to the booth so they can do their fuck shit but yes voting is very important you know what? When we come back, I'm 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 going to close out on that because it, I'm I'm so happy that baby bro brought that up. Our family is random conversation with Casino and Cousin Ed, and yeah. Mr. Moody is random conversation with Cousin Ed and Casino and Mr. Moody. I'm always going to be the last name mentioned, and I'm going to tell you why. Because without these two bastards, we wouldn't even be here. Because it took me 30 minutes to sign into. Uh, I don't know why I keep calling this shit COVID. I have no idea, but this is Discord, right? <laughs> yeah. So ring the bell on that one. <laughs> my God. How do I have a show? Why do I have a show of all people? Yeah, no right clue. Back, man. It's the Jeffers Moody Show with DJ Natural. Yo, Natural, what up, man? What up, kid? You mix this week, Nat. We'll be right back, y'all. Beat Break 87 FM, Beat Break Radio, FM.com, Reach1Network.com. You're listening to Jeff is Moody on Beat Break 87.
WBS 87FM This is Atlanta's independent news station and home of the Jeff Moody Show. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Wait, wait, wait. Hold the up. It's the Jeff is Moody Show with DJ Naturel. Come on, Moody. Let's get it. Uh huh, uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see you. I see you. Thank you. Deep Break 87FM, where music and talk radio lives. On Reach One Communication Station. You, you, you're, 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 listening. you're listening to Reach One Network. It's, it's everything, everything podcast. podcast. A subsidiary of Beatbreak 87 FM and a Reach One communication station. Listen live on BeatbreakRadioFM.com and ReachOneNetwork.com. Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody Show with DJ Naturel. And it is phone check, phone, phone check, homie. I got my two favorites, man. Cousin Ed is in the house. Casino is in the house, man. And I'm just going to accidentally drop this on the floor. Uh, let me get something I could drop and say, that's a good deal. This shit. Oops. Sidebar Brothers. All right. I dropped that. Did you? Y'all caught that out there radio? Like, y'all hear me drop the shit in. See? Yeah. But we're back with the phone check, and we were talking about um, folks as honest as we are. I got to tell y'all the truth. We were talking about the protests and the impact of the protests and voting. And um, I said that I would come back. Right, cuz? Right, cuz? I said I would come back. And I said I wanted to close on something. I think it was... Casino was talking about... How, the lengths that they're going to to make us not vote. I got it. Right. So for those for for those of you that that are like yo, I'm not going to exercise my vote. Da, da, da. I just have one question for you because we're definitely doing random and we're going to move along. That's a quick question for you. Why do you guys? Why are you so defiant for everything moving except for your right to vote? Here's what I mean, right? We still got pockets of our society in the black community that are. Step on your your new J's. You ready to fight? Brothers get shot, stabbed, and beat up for sitting on somebody's shoe, looking at somebody girl. People are pulling up on each other over face over Facebook and IG, and recording the violence and recording the ignorance. And that y'all don't like nobody violating y'all. Y'all don't like nobody taking nothing away from y'all. Y'all don't allow nobody to to shortchange y'all. Y'all are so defiant about everything. However, if you so goddamn defiant, and if you so militant about everything else, don't disrespect me on social media, we can pull up. You can pull up. Why the fuck are y'all so casually just sitting here, openly watching somebody Take away your right to vote. Where is your defiance? Like I like, I think that's the thing that I always ask people that don't vote. Don't get me wrong. I understand that you may not have faith in the process. I get that. I understand that you may think voting is bullshit. I think a, a, a bunch of it is bullshit too. But you're so defiant about everything else. You don't let anybody take anything from you, right? But here you all are. What? Where's your militant? Like, yo, you can't. 
Yo, you know what? I typically don't vote, but because your motherfuckers is trying to take this shit from me, I'd be damned if you take it. Where's that at? That's that's the only statement I want when I'm voted. Yo, salute. Y'all motherfuckers do what y'all want to do. Y'all like people that don't wear masks to me. You're a threat. You're a threat to my long-term existence. Only protect myself against the world and racism and society. I gotta protect myself against you as well. Do as you please. But I was just kind of curious as to why. If I bump into a brother in the club, don't violate my manhood. I'll shoot you over that. But you'll let people take your constitutional right and you sit on your fucking ass and try to convince other people not to vote. I think that's weird. Anybody want to add to that? Because I'm ready to move along. Ring the bell, man. Ring the bell for that. Yeah. Ring the bell for that. Motherfuckers. can tell you shit. Can take nothing from you. Cut in front of you in the fucking supermarket line. Somebody cut in front of your fucking ass in traffic. You honking, you ready to fight. But not when it's time to get out and let your voice be heard. y'all niggas man <laughs> oh y'all niggas real we're riding along on the Jefferson Moody show for those that are still tuned in <laughs> those that are still listening if you, don't, if you don't vote I hope you didn't turn the show off and shit I'm just keeping a little real here fellas I want to run this scenario by y'all random so on social media a young man has hit his woman he smacked his woman in the face and it is how did he hit his woman well here's here's why he hit his woman him cheating three times one time she caught him in the act of cheating the other two times she's busted him on the phone all three times she took him back and da 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 and they worked it out and whatever 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 he finds that she is texting a dude from her job he didn't have proof that they had sex but they were talking about starting to link up for a sexual you know affair and he beat his girl up off of that text now, oh, is this his wife? Uh, are they are they married? His girlfriend. Well, it's it, it just says girl. It's his girl. Okay. Oh, so, I'm gonna laugh. Before I laugh, <laughs> I need people to understand. Laughing at domestic violence. That's not what I'm laughing at. I'm just laughing at the fucking audacity. Of a motherfucker that's got busted that many times and, and, and beat somebody up over a text. Casino, let me ask you a question, man. What's up? Um, I want to ask you justified or unjustified, but that's almost like insulting your intelligence. So just let me ask you. How do you how do you view that situation? Just random. 
Hey, the first thing I'm thinking about but him lashing back over a text, but so I can't even get my thoughts collected. Cause this shit is weird. Um, he needs to realize that uh, is only it's just your turn, nigga. I don't know how else to put it. just your turn like you can't get mad and sit here and and over a text but but you doing all the fuck shit you want to do then if she's texting showing interest oh now it's a problem now you want to get violent now you want to do domestic violence oh nigga it ain't it ain't yours it's just your turn i this shit was so amazing to me because you know what, what what's the time running what's the time real quick uh, we're at around. Oh, where we at with? It? We're creeping up on ten, ten minutes. Got it, got it. Yeah. Um, so, what is your take? What is your take on that? <laughs> so he got caught three times, and now he's trying to confront her. I mean, you gotta confront him. Got to say something. Let's keep it on. Hey, up. hey. So let me, let me, let me remind you. She walked in on him swinging dick one time. I know. I mean, two wrongs don't make her right. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm on with. Don't be dirty, baby. I'm like, come on. I mean, come on. Two wrongs don't make her right. I was wrong. I mean, what you got to prove? I just want to know if it's, a, if it's a female. I mean, I'm cool, but. If it's a dude, I, I can't, I can't co-sign for it either. <laughs> I can't co-sign say, yeah, you know, I fucked up. I understand. Nah, I don't understand. I mean, I'm biased. Gotta, I gotta I assume. Like, I assume. It's just, because it, if, if it's just your girl, I, I just assume it's going to be some bullshit. Is that wrong to think like that, Moody? I, 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 don't, I, I don't know. I mean, I, nah, look, I'm going to tell you my thing. Like, it's my philosophy on cheating. And I know this pisses people off all the time. But, but for me, it's just real. Like, okay. Eat when you marry, you ain't shit. If you cheat, if you're dating, you ain't shit. Any anytime that you say something is is about you and another person, you really ain't shit. I don't think there's a difference. See, I don't think married cheating is any worse than dating cheating. Because people are like, yo, when you're dating, mm. that, no, that's like a that's like a commitment. Once I make a commitment and say something is all about you, and you're holding up your end of the bar. Because by the way, folks, I know this is gonna fuck a lot of y'all up. I am fucking pro cheating. Don't get this shit fucked up. <laughs> like, yo, yo, I'm pro cheating, and let me tell you why I'm pro cheating. I am pro cheating if the other person is not holding their fucking end of the fucking deal. That's it. I don't care if it's the woman or the fucking man. If you're not holding up your end of the bargain sexually or whatever would separate us like that, what do you want me to do? If, if, 
if we started off fucking five days a week. Sorry, Sean Garvey. I think I said dick and fucking. Sorry about that. Yo, I'm gonna get fired. Yo, yo, this show gotta be hot because of this, but I just don't know how much longer my career is gonna last, man. But anyway, yo, if you're... How can you get mad, though? Uh, uh, But no, no, I'm serious. I'm serious about this, right? I want y'all to think about this, right? If we met and we were fucking five times a week, as we get older responsibility I understand that we can't do that shit all the time you know I tell women all the time the reason a lot of your men are sex hounds because you don't do what the fuck you're supposed to be doing so he's trying to this nigga's trying to get it in all the time he's trying to get five nuts to equal up to what could have been just one great nut yeah he got a fucking uh, uh, yeah, you gotta tap you on the shoulder. You got, you got attitude. You fucking come to bed crusty, dusty, all that stupid shit. But if, if that's how you've always been, that's one thing. He doesn't have a right to go cheat on you. But if you start switching up on some new shit, man, I'm pro cheating, b. Because yo, let me tell you, motherfuckers be like, yo, if you're gonna cheat, leave. <laughs> yo. Yo, I'm, I'm just keeping it a hundred only in my opinion. Cousin there been married for many years. I've been married for many years. Let me tell you something, man. Where you at? Oh wait. You hear me? I'm not here. I hear you now, but it was like a long pause. Oh what happened? That's shit. Oh cuz, did you hear me or did I go out? You went out. He said, let me tell you something. Damn, I don't, yo, y'all, I don't, I don't know how, I don't know how fatal that one is going to be. But yo, like, let me, let me just shore it up. If, if you're not doing, did y'all guys hear me say, just do your job? Yes, I heard okay. that. It's my thing for men and women. Your woman may not be a whore because she's cheating on you. Your man not may not be a natural whore because he's cheating on you. If somebody cheat on me, the first thing I start looking at, I start looking at me. Cause I'm trying to wonder, let me clear let me let me clear my own, you know, let me cover my own ass and make sure this shit is not me. Is she cheating because I can't get the dick up and she's has tried to be patient and patient and she's talked to me about it and there's a treatment for me, but I'm too stubborn to take it. And she finally broke down, got tired of dildos and went and did her thing. Because if she did, I don't really know how much I could trip on that. Like you gotta you gotta start looking at yourself before you start lashing out at everybody. My what I find funny about this particular situation, I'm like, damn dude, if somebody walked in on you when you was actually slinging some dick, why would you hit her over a text? Are you a pimp? And also I want to know. That was my first inquiry. Yeah, like I just, I just want to know this. It, it, this is like something that you're not supposed to say nowadays, which is why the world is so fucked up. Why? Still with you? Mm-hmm. Preach. That's a good question. Leave that. Leave that up to y'all. Why she? You still there? 
think some of them like that shit, dog. And you know, me and you had these conversations. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. Like like no no disrespect because we know a lot of women are in dangerous relationships and they're afraid to leave and they're plotting themselves to leave. I understand all that. But I'm yeah. just talking about if it's not that case. Are you still there? I, you you may you can stick with a man that cheated on you. I get that. But I'm gonna tell you right now, with all due respect, I love my wife to death. But if I find out she's cheating, I gotta analyze myself first, right? But let me tell both of y'all. Let me tell both of y'all, y'all, y'all guys something. Let me tell this whole audience something real quick. If I ever walk in on my wife getting piped the fuck down this shit over <laughs> you know coming it's back from that, man, ain't it's no coming back from that. If, if I found out she cheated and I'm like why did you do that cause you did this this and that I still be mad cause I'm a guy and I got pride but when she break it down I be like damn I fucking dropped the ball we might have to sit down and work that out. But if I walk in on you and motherfucking Wesley Pipes is up over your shit. Motherfucking <laughs> 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 relations over, dude. I mean, yo, Casino, how you feel? Do you feel me or am I crazy or what? Yo, man, I'm with you on that, man. And, yeah, I'm about to sound like the bad guy. But, uh... Nigga, shit is just different when a woman cheats. Or a dude, compared to a dude cheating. Because there's, like, a lot of emotions with that. So, I can literally walk... Walk to... Uh... You know, not walk, but maybe drive to a chick's crib. And do I think... And, not even remember her name and still miss my girl at the same time did <laughs> <laughs> this nigga ring the bell on that yes you ready for that shit casino are you are you casino are you insinuating that women only cheat off of emotion like there are not any women that are just whores like the guys are i'm not saying that what but what i'm saying is when a woman cheats there's there's just more to it than just dick when a dude cheats is just I want to skeet on something else. That's it. I don't give a fuck about how your day is, side chick. I just want to. I just want something different. That's it. I want to go back to the woman that I'm in love with. Hey, hey. we need yo. I seriously think we need to redefine. Redefine chicken. I know all, all of y'all. Send all y'all the hate mail to me. Send 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 all the hate mail to casino.com. They don't give a fuck about no hate man. Yo, let me tell you something, man. Oh, oh man, that nigga booty is da da da. Nah, I'm keeping it real. You know what I'm doing? What y'all motherfuckers are thinking. That's what I'm doing right now. Because you sit up there and you laid up in the bed and and your lady won't do this. She won't do that. She won't do that. 
listen, let me tell you something, man. Your ladies are sitting up in the bed, and your man won't do this, and won't do that, and won't do that. And you think about Tyrone, or you think about you think about one of these motherfuckers, you thinking about them. You don't want to admit that a lot of times when your man is on top of you and your relationship really ain't cool like that, don't be thinking about somebody to get yourself through that shit. Man, so uh, I'm just saying what y'all thinking. Don't be getting all mad and shit. Oh, yo, Cuzzo, uh, b- before my radio career is over, man, like, what's your... You gonna say something or you gonna you gonna Brooklyn out of this? What you doing? <laughs> no, I'm definitely, I'm definitely riding with you. Um, yeah. it, it, it's on you first. You gotta look at yourself first. Somebody's cheating. But this to go back to the, the story at hand. Definitely don't put any hands on somebody over cheating. Um, we don't condone any kind of violence over here, um, especially against our ladies. But definitely, I say definitely ask the question. We have to revisit why just you are enough. Ooh. Say that again, Casino. We have to revisit why it's just one wife. We have to revisit why you as a wife is just enough for me. Well, I tell you, uh, with with that being said, I'm going to stumble the fuck up out of this segment and we're going to go to a commercial. I'm just playing. I'm playing. We're just playing, but Cousin Ed and I are about to have two fucking black eyes. <laughs> Don't put that shit on me. Don't put that shit on me. I know y'all going to try to put that on me. Nah. You're going all the way under the bus. Nah. Yo, it's random, y'all. We're being random. We're being random. It's a phone check, phone. Phone check, homie. This Moody Show with DJ Natural. Yo, we going to come right back. We got we got one more segment for y'all. We, I know, man. These guys both got places to go. Um, I started drinking, so shit I had to do, gonna get done. But we'll be right back, man. It's Beat Break 87 FM, Beat Break Radio FM.com, Reach One Network. This is a Jeffers Moody show, and we, we probably winning because we just keep it one motherfucking honey. Be right back, y'all. You're listening to Jeff is Moody on Beat Break 87. Previously on the Beat Break Show, we got the homie. AJ in the building. AJ, I can see you being in the White House. I mean, I would love Obama. to. Yeah, I, I didn't want to say myself, but yeah, I would love to go to the White House and, and sit down. Let me let me president set the Obama. stage out. Yeah. I'm a, I'm gonna pretend I'm President Obama and you AJ. All right. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Wait for it. Wait for it. Okay. Uh, so uh, AJ. Yeah. Uh, so what does uh, AJ stand for? Uh, Applejacks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, it doesn't. It's 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 AXJ, AJ. It's it's what my all my friends and family call me go by AJ. So and the X is in there, it's just for leaving my own mark while I'm here. Oh, okay. So yeah. Would you, you know, would you listen to my project The Light Bulb Moment? Would you, I got, would you uh, take it a listen? I got my copy right here. You got your copy? Yeah, me and Michelle are gonna bump to it. Please yeah. do. And I want you to hit me up and tell me what you like too. Yeah. About that. Definitely. The best part of waking up isn't Folgers. It's the Beat Break Morning Show. Start your morning off right with Sean Garvey and the crew on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Follow Beat Break 87FM on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Beat Break Radio. Welcome back to the Jeffers Movie Show family. You know, it's kind of it's kind of like the things that go on between the scenes here, man. They are really just, they are amazing if we... If we ever start videotaping this stuff, I'm going to put a challenge out here.
to these two guys. First of all, both of these dudes are geniuses. Both of these guys, okay, so Cousin Ed and Casino, they're, they're, they're technology wizards, and I'm not. I got to tell y'all out there, I got to tell y'all, I'm starting to feel some kind of way, man, because I feel like and I fuck everything up and I can't get right. What's up, family? Yeah, we back, we back, we back. So, I'm starting to feel like all two cats is really, I got like a tone of disrespectfulness. Yo, yo, cuz, man, what's your problem? What's your issue with me? Cause, you know, what's your, let's get this out in front of the people, man. Fuck this shit. Let's get this shit over with. That's un- what is the fucking problem with me? What is, the- what's going on, B? We just trying to, we just trying to understand, man. You know, you know, it's funny. I was about to ask you the same exact question. <laughs> Yo, yo, fam, I'm trying to tell y'all, between, between the beginning of the phone check and now, I have literally cost the crew literally 40 minutes. It's like crazy. These two dudes, the tone is so different. You know, it's all love this morning. It's, it's kind of, you know. But Ed, Ed ain't saying nothing. You know. <laughs> See, what do you say? No, you are not in the voice chat, brother. <laughs> LOL. It's like, yo. Yo, you man. Us, you tell us you can hear. Yeah, you in there. I'm on, you on mute. This nigga you said, know. I swear I'm on. No, nigga, you're not. You're not. <laughs> you understand? Yo, this is embarrassing, man. Well, well yo, anyway, hey, folks, all I'm going to say is this. Other shows will edit all of this out. However, we don't edit anything out. Matter of fact, uh, this is probably the best portion of the show. <laughs> so I just want to make sure, in case anybody, when you invite me on your podcast or whatever, listen, I'd rather do payphone interviews. Let's, I mean, where I could call in from payphone, um, Deeper Skytel, uh, Wesley Snipes, New Jack City, you no know, mobile phone in a leather case. Act like you don't know about that. Oh, this, this nigga still got a Motorola in his back pocket right now. He got a '95 Motorola. Moving right along with this wretched phone check. It's a phone check, phone. Phone check, homie. Oh man. Um, want to clarify some statements I made before we move forward? Uh, listen. Get serious about the pro cheating. Yo, I also I also believe in faithfulness and whatever. I'm just telling men and women, oh, get get your shit together. Like, don't be don't be surprised when somebody does some shit because you know you weren't doing what you were supposed to be doing. Like, I don't I don't know why that's so bad, and that's going to lead to to the other random conversation. Tino and I were talking about this yesterday. I don't I don't. I don't know what has become so bad about people being honest because like on accord we want everybody to be honest but we don't want them to be too honest to the point that we don't like what they're saying we want them to be just honest enough that we like what they're saying like you no know, so i make that statement about cheating 
Everybody gets up in arms. But nobody looks at themselves. Nobody analyzes themselves. Nobody goes, well, that's actually, that make a lot of sense. But what we was talking about yesterday, Cuzzo, is have you, have, have, uh, both of you guys, have you, anyone ever giving you an opinion or asked you a question? You honestly answered it? They didn't like the answer that they asked you for? They accuse you of getting sensitive or offended by your answer. Does that make sense to y'all? Makes perfect sense because Listen. because when you give them the answer, they'll be like, "Oh, well, don't get so sensitive over it." I think we all question somebody. So, and Moody, you married? I'm married. Casino, you you've been out there. Yes, this is this is a known conversation. You ask for the truth, and you give you the truth. You can't take the truth. Do now I look I, fat. <laughs> yes, you do. You fat motherfucker. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, and and not not just relationships. I'm talking about period. Like your like your homie. Oh yeah. It's like yo. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yo yo casino. Your ad man. Yo, this is my new record. How y'all like it? Oh, that's not it's not your best work it's cool though the beat is cool a word oh so you're not really riding so a nigga's not dope i didn't i didn't say he wasn't dope i just said that this song had better songs like this or yo hey y'all niggas yo that fucking casino and ed man the niggas is mad haters man i'm not yeah I'm a, I, why am i bad for ed go isn't it? Why do people ask you questions that they don't want answers to? Why ask me anything? Just don't ask me shit. They may think they have one that they can pull out. They got a sucker. <laughs> That's probably it. But they should know. I mean, honestly, with our, pers- with our personalities, they should know that to ask us anything that they don't want the truth to. I think they just, yeah. they just forget What what is the what is the um? How do you guys respond to that? Like I know that I know that that for me, when people give me a suggestion or some critique or because I'm pretty open to critique and stuff. I'm not a you know, I got pretty thick skin, man. So I'm you know it's all good with me. When people usually pull that shit on me, I either ignore them, cut them off if they're acting too childish about it, or I just tell them. How the fuck did you ask me something that you? How did you ask me something that you want wanted me to custom tailor to your emotions? Like, do you guys retort back when somebody is being that way? Do you dismiss it? You just kind of shrug it off, like I ain't even got time for this. So do you do you address it? You say something about it. Um, um, it for me, it depends uh, on what arena I'm in. If it's my daughter and I'm trying to lead her in a certain direction, I may not just cut her short. I may push the conversation in another direction. Oh, no, I don't think that would be the best thing for you. You need to do X, Y, and Z. Um, at work, still got to try to tailor it because you can't. I mean, yes, you could, but if you want to be there tomorrow, you can't just tell somebody they're a dumbass for their suggestion. Um, but in relationships and let like I said before at home and the wife and spouse 
or whatever or with friendships it depends on how much that person uh, trusts you and you trust that person how honest you can be with that person some people, like you said, you have to just cut them short because they, no matter what you say, they can't take it the right way. So instead of getting into a full-blown out uh, argument or unneeded discussion, a waste of time, some just let it go and not give any opinion. But it really depends on the situation, the person. In casino, is it is it safe to say when Ed went out, he we, they'll probably hear what he's saying, right? Yes, because I heard everything he was saying. Okay, cool, cool, cool. No problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, casino. Your thing. How do you how do you react to how do you react to this thing about asking me a question that you wanted me to tailor to tailor an answer? Like, you ignore it? Do you brush it off? Or like I asked cousin Ed, do you address it? <clears throat> um. So, I'm the type of person that if you're in my circle, you already know me. Mm-hmm. So. Off the, off the cuff if you don't want to hear the, the truth and you don't need to ask me that question because I'm going to give it to you and I, you know, because I would expect the same out of people that I deal with so, so in certain scenarios <clears throat> kind of like Ed was saying depending on the situation if it's a personal relationship I think in my inner circle, people know that, that that we can have an honesty, honest discussion. People outside of my circle, if they coming at me with with some with some you know with some rah rah shit, I just clearly don't fuck with them no more. Because why? Right, right. That's you know my mean? thing. Yeah, that and that that reminds me of just a, a lot of, and I'm saving I'm saving our best uh, topic for last as we um, as we gonna move up out of this phone check man um um because uh this it'll be a great one but i just think that i find that in my recreational life and i don't have much of a recreational life especially since the gyms closed and covid came you know my getaway from work i'm a workaholic and you know i'm i'm really nocturnal and i and i I spend a lot of hours up, man. I probably sleep somewhere between three and four hours a day, maybe. And I'm 50 years old, so you got to take that into account. And once I stop playing racquetball because of COVID or whatever, I've just found a, a like a better, my, my quality of life has always been good. But certain people that are not around me that used to be, I really, you start realizing people when you have a, you start developing this circle of people that you know you tell it like it is me and ed tell each other exactly what it is we don't pull no punches we don't spare each other feelings we don't do that casino you already fucking know i mean you do we may we don't get i'm not concerned about your emotion if i want you to know the truth i can't do two things at one time you know, right. I'm, I'm like that. It's, it, cousin Ed said something that was really dope. You know, when he's dealing with Kiki, when he's dealing with his daughter, he finds a way to kind of navigate through that because you don't want to... got to be kind of careful how you navigate with the kids yeah. and be yeah, straightforward. Yeah, yeah. But all my adults, I just say if you... I tell motherfuckers what I'm thinking. Me and Cousin Ed have had some blow-up arguments. Most of the time, we get along because we're really like-minded. 
Because, you know, you and I, we haven't really had fallouts, but we've had, you know, big disagreements. And it's kind of oh, like, we yeah. end up, me and, Ed, me and Ed have had some bad ones over podcasting. And I'm like, yo, how the fuck you didn't do this, nigga, if you listening to it? He's like, yo, I missed this shit. Fuck it, you don't even know what the fuck you doing. So, if I gotta do this shit and I miss one thing, I missed it. You acting like I did it every week. I was like, yo, you did the shit this fucking week. He's like, yeah, get over it. I'm like, yo, fuck you, nigga. He's like, yo, fuck you back. And then, yo, casino, it be 10 minutes later, I be like, yo, cut. Hey, man. Hey, yo. Nigga, did you see them new motherfucking, uh, fucking new shits that came out, the headphones or what? He be like, yo, them shits dope, kid. He said, yo, did you see? Because <laughs> we're, done, we're done with it. Done. It's over with. Like he he say what he say, I say what I say, and we done with that, man. One, one well, that's how we we as men do. Like like we can just drop shit and keep moving. Like. Oh, casino. That's how we as men are supposed to do. Every man, every man. Well, and man. well yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm saying one thing about Ed. If Ed get too fed up with the shit that you're doing, Ed be like, turn. Because <laughs> he's not bothering with you no more like that. So yeah. I think that that's how everybody is supposed to. Like just for future reference, y'all. Want to hear the truth too? Don't act, yo. For women, for women, don't ask me if you fat in a dress. If you know you fat in a dress, nigga, you fat in a dress, motherfucker. I don't know what else to tell you. You because if I tell, I just ring the bell. I did, but it's true though. If you, if you listen, don't, don't be fat in the dress and rely on me to lie to you when you know I'm lying and when you don't even believe what I'm saying. Don't do that. Don't, don't ask me about the record that you know sucks. Is don't she prettier than me? Yes. Don't, yes, she is. Don't, don't ask me stupid shit if you don't want the answer. Like, when I come to your house and say, yo, man, keep it clean. You, you see how spotless we keep our shit? I'd be like, man, your house is fucking nasty. Then, uh, fuck, my nigga. Like, fuck you talking about? Like, don't, don't say things to me if you want me to just placate you. Don't do that. Not if we tight. Not if we calling ourselves family. You know what I'm saying? Don't do that to me. Yo, uh, Casino and Cuzzo, c- let the people close out on this topic because I'm about to come with the Whopper. Uh-oh. We're going to be up out of here. Uh-oh. Let everybody know about that that thing about don't ask if you don't want to. I forgot what the saying is. If you don't want to hear it, don't ask. It's something like that. Um, Give your outgoing opinions on this because I got to run over here and, and press this button real quick. So. Get, give it. Give it. Give us the outro like Cuzzo What's your advice to people That don't really like acknowledging truth That's what I'm asking Don't freaking ask for it I mean if you want somebody To powder, um, to powder coat your Feelings and make you feel good Then look in the mirror Tell yourself what you want to hear But if you want the world to give you the truth Then you have to accept what people say And know how to deal with it That's the main thing know how to deal with it Don't get all emotional about it I think Moody summed it up the best. You know what I'm saying? If you want the truth, ask the right person. 
you want somebody yeah. to play with it and fake it then ask yourself in the mirror do you want a true friend or do you want an associate that can tell you what you want to hear so you can be in a fucking echo chamber uh, so you can get constant validation when you don't know the real if you want that then you can get that if you if you don't want that type of stuff that realness from someone like me moody or cousin ed then you don't want a real friend mm-hmm. and everything about you no, is more, fake and you ain't shit yeah everything about you ain't shit at this point because you you fail to acknowledge what's real and what's fake so on top of your weave <laughs> not playing no 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 not playing I'm playing yo we almost made it and yo so so with that being said before we move to the whopper the whopper the whopper the whopper's gonna come Whopper's gonna cut it it might bring us slightly over 20 but we gotta talk about it y'all so uh I wanna salute a couple of people first of all I wanna salute I, my my younger big cousin I'm gonna salute cousin that we've always I'm talking about day one this motherfucker would tell you some shit and if you don't like it you just gotta deal with it casino I'm gonna salute you same way I want to salute my big adopted brother I want to salute the brothers that took me under their wing Mike Pender um, Harold Watts Gary Myers, rest in peace. You know what I'm saying? Um, Nigel Joseph, Butch Parker, Sean Parker, Eric Parker. I wanna, I wanna salute my big bros. Um, I wanna salute my wife who has learned just to say what the fuck you need to say. Like, don't it's, sparing the fi- sparing the feelings don't work if we friends. Casino, I heard you say that while I was walking by. Yeah, we got one of them shows where the hosts get up and go do some other shit. So I did it at casino while I was strolling by my, my So yo, how is something this raggedy doing so well? What the fuck is going on here, man? I wanna It's the hood version. It's the hood version. I guess it is. Yo, I wanna I wanna salute the real I wanna salute my mom that taught me to be direct and be straightforward. I wanna salute Uncle JC. I wanna salute Auntie Paulette. I wanna salute so many members of my family and friends. I'm surrounded by a bunch of people that tell you what's on their mind and they're not telling you to in regard to your feelings and they're prepared for you to retort back and whatever. That's how we grow. That's how we create family relationships and that stuff. If you can't take the truth, you got to get the fuck from around me because I'm not kissing your ass. Who are you? I'm not kissing your ass. This is not this is not Donald Trump's cabinet. I'm not kissing your ass. Nigga, it's COVID-19. Mm. You you tell me to come do a news conference and stand shoulder to shoulder. I'm putting on a mask, motherfucker. If, if you say, hey, don't put that mask on, it makes us look bad. Hey, hey, hey donkey, I quit. Fuck that. Like, I'm, not, I'm not here to... When I love people, I'm dreadfully honest with them. I'm dreadfully honest. And that's what we all should be. Now, with exactly. that being said... Those of you that wasn't built for that, uh, want to tell you, 
not be back, and that's fine. That's that's cool. This segment is going to run over. We're going to do it as quick as we can. But I got to bring this up. Or, you know, would we be wiser to just cut a 10 in a new segment? Cuzzo, isn't that wiser than busting out a 30? Hello? Uh, I mean, we can just bust a quick 10, I guess. I think I think I think if we I think if we get this right now we're gonna bust a 30 and I don't want to do a 30 minute segment so let's go to a let's get a new segment all right yeah that's what we do yeah we'll be right back <laughs> you're listening to Jeff is moody on beat break 87. Previously on the Beat Break Morning Show. King Malachi on the telephone line. What's good, King? I'm good. How you doing? How's everybody? Once they pop in the Love Chronicles CD, there's going to be a lot of sex in the room, a lot of babies being made. Exactly. This is it. Music, but the spirit of lust is in there a little something too. Don't get it twisted. But it's just, it's just we gonna go deeper, man. You got Alexandria. She's our news reporter here on the Beat Break Morning Show. You got her fanning now. She she cannot wait to listen to the album. Oh, appreciate the love. Yeah, I got you, Marvin. I got you. Trust me, Alexandria. Calm down. Calm down, Alexandria. I know you got. I know you got a boyfriend and everything. But this is King Malachi's. <laughs> the best part of waking up isn't Folgers. It's the Beat Break Morning Show. Start your morning off right with Sean Garvey and the crew on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Follow Beat Break 87 FM on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Beat Break Radio. Oh, what up, fam? We are back. It's Moody Show with DJ Naturell on Beat Break 87 FM, BeatBreakRadioFM.com, ReachOneNetwork.com. Probably one of our greatest phone checks ever. Casino is in the house. Cousin Ed is in the house. And I'm telling y'all, man, what great random conversation. You know, I love to come back. Um, I love to come back really strong. I want to thank everyone that really supported. Uh, and I mentioned this at the beginning of the show. And let me do it again. You guys came and listened to a podcast that I did from Next Door Neighbor Radio, Mr. Moody's Neighborhood five years ago with the murder of Freddie Gray in Baltimore and as you all know it's not that I can't provide you guys with new material every week that's not the issue I just felt that it was something relevant Uh, what's really important to me is that you folks listen and you absorbed it so thank you all for that you know you guys don't understand I work really hard on this show and when you hear uh Casino and Cousin Ed, you guys got to understand. They are they are they are very instrumental to a lot of what I'm doing right now. And as we prepare our own brand up and everything like that, this is a team effort, but thank you guys because I don't know how many podcasters can get away with playing a 5-year-old episode. And, and it clicks with people. So, 
Thank you all for that. Right, as we end our own check, folks, own check, homie. As we end that, let me say this. Y'all gonna love this. An icon and veteran, LL Cool J, Casino and Cousin Ed are now, they're automatically. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Yeah. One of the goats. I don't believe in a, in one goat of anything. Like I don't think Michael Jordan is the goat. I don't think there's one goat of anything. But one. I don't think there's an absolute goat. One of rap's greatest artists to ever put his foot on the ground. James Todd Smith. LL Cool J I was so influenced by this dude even though we the same age pretty much at one point in time when everybody was calling me Master Quan and Mr. Moody in, in the hood I had a I had a, another side moniker he was Cool J so I started telling people to call me J Cool and that's how influential this guy is so LL Cool J he does a blistering, uh, deep. He he does a rap for Instagram, and it is concerning um, the protests that are going on. For what, what's our guy's name, y'all? Forgive me, y'all, because I'm kind of multitasking. George Floyd. George Floyd. Floyd. Baby brother Casino, as he often does, he calls me and puts me up on things because he knows that I'm kind of scattered all over the place so he sends me this LL freestyle he hits me I hit Cousin Ed and, and we start all talking about it so LL lays down this thing about protests and about the murder and about all of that but it's not just that L lays that down at 50 years old, over up over 50, still nice. Ring the bell for L. If you're a lyricist, or if you're a historian, a rapper, or if you're just a, you know, if, if you're just a person that really breaks down lyrics or whatever, at 50, LL had double entendres. He had all kind of metaphors. LL was LL was murdering that. Now Casino, how can they how can they quickly find LL's thing before we move on? How can they find what again? What, what was that? How can they how can they quickly find LL's freestyle before we move on? Oh, um, you can go on his IG much just uh, go on Instagram and check out or you can just Google LL Cool J IG rap and it should pop up because it's still relevant so okay okay and um how do they follow L hey L by the way fuck you because we getting ready to tell people how to follow you and I got 19 followers on Instagram but how do they follow LL on Instagram? What kind of fucking reverse marketing shit is this? 
Where do they follow LL on Instagram, Casino? Think if you just go on Instagram and type in LL Cool J, it should come up automatically. Gotcha. Well, LL delivers delivers this freestyle, folks. Freestyle is about black empowerment. Freestyle mentions any victims of police brutality. It's positive. It's passionate. Um, Sandra Bland. George Floyd, uh, Eric Gardner, uh, gosh, I want to say that within this rhyme, probably somewhere between five to nine of the highest profile police brutality murders of unarmed black people. Our guy that got shot with a shotgun, I still can't get over this that somebody shot somebody with a shotgun three times. But Ahmad, what's his name, guys? Ahmad Aubrey, right? Aubrey. Yeah. The way that L delivered this freestyle, I, I, I thought it was so beautiful. I thought it was so empowering. So here's the catch to it there's another rapper named Freddie Gibbs. He's out of Gary, Indiana. He's dope. I, I would not... Would be unfair for me to sit here and call him a humble rapper. This is an MC. He is from the Midwest, but he is an MC. Cause that, is that the Midwest, folks? Uh-huh. It's Indiana, yo. Indiana's yeah. Midwest. Yeah, that's Midwest. Yeah, cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Grandma? So, so, Eddie Gibbs is dope. So this is... He said or did, but take away from his talent. The dude is dope. If you don't know about Freddie Gibbs, maybe just Google or go on YouTube and put in Freddie Gibbs. But Freddie Gibbs, after LL's freestyle, this pro-black freestyle, Freddie Gibbs does an Instagram post. Casino, could you take it from there so we can be more accurate? Um. So basically, uh, I think he was on it during the when 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 LL did that on on IG Live, if I'm not mistaken. I think he he posted his his uh his rhymes that he was saying, but then he was he was shitting on him. He was shitting on mm-hmm. LL, basically. And I can't remember exactly what it was he said. Um, I, I should. Was it trash? Was it trash rapper or garbage rapper or something like that? Oh, uh, he he said something along the lines of, "Nigga, them bars are weak" or something like that. LOL, and you know what I'm saying? Like 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 around those type of things he was saying like that and then he brought up the fact uh you know um i wouldn't say this stained ll's career but i know i know a lot of people at the time was kind of looking at him funny when when he did a uh a joint album with a with a uh, country singer and what was the name of that song um, oh so yeah i know what you're talking about yeah l did the country yeah i and, don't know it by name uh mm-hmm. uh 
something. Oh, you know what's called? It's called accidental, accidental racist or some shit. What it's called? It was kind of weird. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. It was a little, it was a little weird. So, so Freddie Gibbs goes on and tries to uh, discredit LL what he's doing currently, based upon what he did back then. Which I think, I, I think it was a mistake. Uh, you know, and I believe LL even admitted to that. You know, years ago, mm-hmm. and it happened or whatever. But you know, whatever, move on. I mean, everybody makes mistakes. Right. And Same. so, yeah. I have what he said, Christina. I have, I have what you he got said. it. Okay, good, good. So Freddie Gibbs' response to LL's pro-black movement. Um, comes with weak ass bars, nigga. Okay, that's why I was right. So, so cousin Ed and Casino, here's my question for you. people's freedom of expression i don't you know i think that especially a guy like me you know you um when you listen to this show i would be a hypocrite and i would be highly insane to sabotage myself to say that people don't have the right to to speak and express themselves but let me ask both of you is there a point in time where black people need to learn just to shut the fuck up is 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 there a time that we can be wise enough to go? I thought those bars was weak, but let's look at the moment. Let's look at the situation and let's be tactical here. If I don't like L's bars, that's fine. But I'm not sure if this is the time to lend ammunition to our enemy. And this black man is on here doing some black empowerment shit. I don't know if this is the time to go weak bars ass nigga. Cousin Ed, I want to ask you a question. Um, Am I being a hypocrite for, 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 my, for my state of mind? Because I don't want to take away anybody's freedom of speech. But I do have to say... What would compel Freddie to do at this situation we're trying to unite? And by the way, Freddie is dope. He's not L. If they go bar for bar, I'm going to get dog walked. What? Because. Is, hypo- is there some hypocrisy in me? And you got your cuz carry it. And y'all carry it along because my bell keep ringing because I keep getting packages. So y'all carry it along. Carry it along. I got it. Um, is it hypocrisy to say that he should have freedom of speech? No, you should not infringe on anybody's speech, but you should you should also be able to truth. Basically, what we're talking about the other segment. He's just doing that just to get at L so he can get attention. And doing it in front of media at the same time. So... It takes the yeah. value away from what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. A, lo- a lot yeah. of us, you know, right now we're saying, you know, the protesters or anything else, they should be burning it down or people agree with them, some people disagree with them. You should always have the right to protest. But you should not be out there looping. So 
you don't have to be out there showing your ass. That's what that's what Freddie did. He shot there showing it for. He should be. You know, you remember back in the day when somebody make a like a protest album, a song, somebody else remixing and add to it. What about doing yeah. self destruction where he adds to it and put his bar? Mm. Why why can't we come together? I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, th- th- this will be the perfect time, rappers all over the country. To d- you could do the same song. Just put your verses with. It. Let us see where you. Come. Let's see how you feel. I was having a discussion the other day with a guy, groups. He was talking about burn. Yeah, it's good that the city's burning and they should have more rioting and protests. And I had to come back to him. I said, reason why this will never work this way is because we're we're showing them we're showing our ass, right? I said. Getting out to vote, biggest thing. If we were protesting and getting out, that'd be the biggest thing. No, we'll go out here and try to steal some Jordan. We'll go out here and stand in line for Popeye's chicken. We'll go out here and stand in line for some free meals, Uh-oh. but won't protest for voting. We won't stand in line to vote, right? We can't pull our dollar together. Not economically strong enough to say I, I won't go to this store. Right, it's all. All this is up, and I think I may have said this once before on um on other shows. I work in a, a technology department. They were doing technology for the kid on the north side of town. Right? I'm just gonna say north and south, right? North side of town, and the school had maybe a hundred devices. They had a white gentleman come in and said, "I'll take care." of now let's go to the south side of town, right? You come down to the south side of town, the same exact thing, but nobody will put up the money. It's us, <laughs> man. Until we until we come together as one and learn how to come together as one, we're, we're going to have the same problem, man. So that, that's my biggest. Until the hatred stops from each other. And by the way, before before Casino comes on, let, let me say this really quickly. That's why I was telling you guys on the break, you know, once again, y'all, the Jeff is Moody show, we we actually, we take pride in imperfection. We don't, we don't play these games, you know, we don't, we don't take out mistakes and bits and we don't do that. You just hear what we're doing. Now, you guys don't hear us when we're off air, but... That's why I told you guys that this would all tie in. Isn't it funny how what Cousin Ed, that was his, that's the message he wanted to relay for these random conversations today. Isn't it funny how it actually, we didn't plan this. Cousin Ed actually reminded me he had something to say. It it ties right into Freddie Gibbs and L. Black folks. It does. Why are we so are you so hungry to upstage each other like this social media addiction this power addiction and all of this shit what possesses a man to put another man down you know I got a lot of love for Malcolm X I got a lot of love for Dr. King but I'm gonna tell you in my opinion 
One of the low points of, 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 of their cross connection, there were too many subliminal shots at at each other as to how we should handle things. And I get it. If you think one person is, is weaker in a stance and it's not going to be for the betterment, black folks, I don't, we know how to go behind closed doors and hash out our grievances. Why does everything have to be public when you you know that the powers that be they are sitting there waiting for Freddie Gibbs. They're waiting for him. And Freddie can't be that dense. This teardown mechanism when are we going to learn to shut the fuck up sometimes? Casino. Yeah, man. Um, one thing I just wanted to point out, like, he was really, and I'm speaking as far as uh, Eddie, I, if he really wanted to let LL know about, yes, in his mind, uh, maybe being hypocritical, what he had to do was just him. I put that shit in public, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's so easy to just I mean because they're kind of in the same circles or he could reach out. I'm sure they could have a one-on-one discussion. If he really felt a certain type of way and was serious about it he would have just like not public with it and just hit him up like yo man I, 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 feel, like what, I feel like that shit you did was a little, a little hypocritical my nigga. Nah, he wanted to make a joke about it. And um, saying, oh, weak-ass bars. But did you listen to what LL was saying? Because none of that was weak. That shit was, was uh, truth to power, what he was saying in the bars. Me. Oh, I was, I was trying to... Cena, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you good. You good. No, nah, I mean, that's. I mean, I'm, I'm done, really. So, yeah, so oh. I, I just feel like... Um, he was like really serious about the cause and, and, and actually what was said he would have reached out to him in private I was trying to go back and find um, find the verbiage from L to find the bar so I could read them back to people um, hip hop lyric. I'm a lyricist I know you guys never heard of me and all that stuff but I was de- you know I'm decent I was half decent and one thing about lyricism is that uh, the power of lyricism is is being is being vivid. When you can rhyme and people can visually see the words that you're saying. In other words, when I could drop a bar, and when you can see that bar, you can see it. That's what a lyricist is. And that's what that's what L did. L said Sandra wasn't bland. I want y'all to peep. Mm. Sandra wasn't bland. That they killed my man, um what the brown who was the brown kid, y'all? Michael Brown. Michael Brown. Michael Brown. 
You know what's so fucked up? So many black people die at the hands of police, I can't remember all their names. The fuck, man? Are you potting right now? Go ahead. Oh, Sandra wasn't bland. Because, you know, what that, what he said? He said, yo, and they killed Mike because he was brown. LL yeah. took everybody's first and last name, turned it into a bar. Yeah. So, so said, uh, so, you know, there's something I'm trying to, yo, y'all, who are some of these folks? Man, I'm so sorry so many of us fucking die. I can't remember this. See, now I'm starting to get irritated. It, it's so, so many. They just gotta gotta go go listen to it for themselves to get it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah you, really? you gotta like like you gotta you gotta go back and you gotta listen to it, y'all. It, it was art form. Yeah. What, what makes another black person come and try to? Yeah. Cousin Ed just said it. The shit don't change if we not gonna change. Like it it don't change. Yo, I'm gonna tell you something. To be honest with you. And for all of you that that are anybody that dare say six seven eight three eight six five three three one Jeff is Jeff is Moody Show on IG. Oh man, them niggas sitting up there talking about that. Y'all heard the Jeff is Moody Show? Cousin Eric Casino and Moody talking about that. What about black on black crime? Fuck you. Let's fight. Let's meet someplace and just fight, nigga. Cause I don't. I don't really have a usage for you anymore. If that's if that's really what you think this shit is about, let's just meet up someplace and purge each other. You're gonna lose, and, and and because and I don't have a use for you, because what Ed basically just told y'all, yo, it ain't a, no, I ain't no what about black on black. It ain't got nothing to do with that. The bottom line is the bottom line. You got some white societies that conspire against us all the time, 24 fucking 7, all day long. And guess what? They don't get along with each other. You know why your black ass don't know that they don't get along with each other? Because they don't put it out there for you to know it. That's why. So here comes this nigga tearing down his own brother. That's doing something for black empowerment. Mm-hmm. Why do y'all think that's cool, man? Cool for y'all. What is it? What is it for? Like, what is it for, man? Like, I just don't yo, Freddie. I got enough respect for Freddie Gibbs. But I'm gonna tell you something. That's a sucker move. That's a sucker move. That's one of them things where you got guys that are blessed to have a talent and you're making the money and you're doing your thing and you sitting in the back of your your Mercedes and your Maybach and you you on that drink and you on that pill and you on that syrup because you stupid motherfuckers are walking around drinking cough syrup because you cool with that. That's when you on that shit and you're fucking just sitting there. You're fucking sitting there, man tearing down a nigga that's trying to help everybody. When the fuck do you shut the fuck up? Damn it, man. I'm done. One of y'all, one of y'all just, let's get up out of here.
Yo, I mean, you close it down with that, man. Listen, it's on us. <laughs> That's the main thing I wanted. Let everybody know. We talked about it over and over again. Hey, if we do the right thing, help me vote, take care of each other, tell the truth. Hey, get this motherfucker out of all. Start over. But it starts yes. today. Tina. Hey, man, I have nothing else to come on that, so you just go ahead and end that. Oh, this was phone check. I'll be back. Um. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Yo, what's up, world? This Precise from the legendary group R.A.P. Architect and Precise. Check out our hit singles, keep it moving, and get to the bag. R.A.P. Architect and Precise. Album of the year. Coming soon. Order and download Architect and Precise latest song, Keep It Moving, and Get to the Bag. Available now on Amazon, Spotify, iHeart, and iTunes. Previously on the Beat Break Morning Show. Radio has definitely changed my life. It's put me in this position that I'm in today. You know, to continue to learn from right. greats like Rashad Ritchie. And, you know, you we can name the list of people that we work with. Mm-hmm. But, um, it, you know, it's 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 a form of expression. So I'm, I'm absolutely privileged to be able to have an opportunity to express myself on airwaves, you know, throughout yeah. my short career. The best part of waking up isn't Folgers. It's the Beat Break Morning Show. Start your morning off right with Sean Garvey and the crew on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Follow Beat Break 87 FM on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Beat Break Radio. Radio. Well. Well, well, well. Thank you, Cousin Ed. Thank you, Casino. Thank you, Casino. Thank you, Cousin Ed. Man, what a great random conversation. Ring the bell. Gosh. It's my cousin and my baby bro, man. I love those guys. I'm telling you, yo, we wouldn't have a phone check if it wasn't for Casino. Do y'all know that? And um, if it wasn't for Cousin Ed, there would have never been a Mr. Moody's Neighborhood or an Indian Radio. And we're going to have a lot of different kind of guests on. But those two are not guests. They're part of a team. And yes, we have a brand coming. (laughs) Whoa. Great convo, man. I love random convo. God. I I guess it wasn't super random. You know, it was random enough that we thought of stuff and, and... and had to get some kind of evidence or or, or or data real quick, but it was on the spot. And we looked stuff up after that. All right. Uh, ladies and gents, it's time for the World's Most Trifling People Award. And both the World's Most Trifling and the Polar Opposite of Trifling are going to be quick. Not only because you guys have had a stellar show today and we have a lot of fun uh, with each other today, but just because it, it I'm, I'm going to bring them to wrap the whole podcast up and seal it back up. Let's do the World's Most Trifling People Award. Family, as you all know, trifling comes in all shapes, colors, genders, and forms. 
Trifling also comes in all degrees of seriousness or hilarity. This segment is a crock pot of trifling. From all points of egregious to every point of foolery imaginable, every week and sometimes bi-weekly, I will read one to three examples of trifling human beings and I will choose a winner at the end. Really quickly today, it's only one contestant. They come in a group. That's to all of you that want to see equality and justice and unity fail. See, I started the show off with that. No more apologies, no more bullshit apologies accepted. Peaceful protests do happen. In fact, most protests start off peacefully in an agitator. Sometimes it may be a police. Sometimes it may be somebody from a white supremacist group. Most protests start peacefully. Black people will no longer take accountability and we will not be solely held responsible for looters because white people loot, Asian people loot, uh, black people loot, everybody loots. Your Chicago bullshit is dead because violence in Chicago has nothing to do with the issue of police brutality if the police are acting like the violent people in Chicago. We know you're you're running out of narratives. We get it. I want to tell you if you you if you're afraid of unity and that makes you the world's most trifling. You willing to go to jail for unity? You willing to lose your job and your your livelihood over over your resistance to unity? To see black and white and people like that get along and unite together, it drives you so insane. That we saw a group of men at a peaceful protest with kids gathered under a tree. And if you squinted just enough, they might have remind you of the men from the 40s and 50s and 60s that would be standing under a tree waiting for a lynching. A hatred in your eyes. That fear of what you were seeing in your eyes. For all of you that coordinated to put your Trump t-shirts on. As if that would stop anything. When you only identified yourself as a devil. No, you can support Trump if you want. That's not my point. But like I asked earlier in the show. As we bring it on around. What does Donald Trump have to do with peaceful protests, y'all? Why is the why is Trump the catalyst of so much hatred? Why is he the engine to that? What what made you think you're Trump? So when you see races getting together, your retort or or your 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 combativeness to that or your weapon against that is Trump. So what does that say? If you don't like unity and you support police brutality and your badge of honor is a Trump t-shirt, then Hillary Clinton was wrong. On second thought, so was Joe Biden. Hillary Clinton called you deplorables. Joe Biden said about 14% of people are horrible people. 
both of them understated the truth. A Trump supporter is not a deplorable. That's kind. It's a compliment. A Trump supporter is officially an enemy of the United States of America. Now the old days are over. You shoot, we shoot. You swing, we swing. You train, we train. Oh, and about that 13 to 14% of the population, and we don't stand a chance in the war, I beg to differ. I would tell you why, but that's the difference between chess and checkers. Globally, the world's fed up. And here you are, scared to death, shrinking, shriveling, and you're running to your t-shirts and standing under trees giving children the evil eye with your gun on your hip. Didn't even know you were surrounded by a bunch of people that might have had one on theirs. That's why chess ain't checkers. And for that reason, you all are the winners of this week's The World's Most Trifling People. And I'm going to continue to piss you off. I'm going to continue to show people love based on their character and not their color. But more important for that, I'm going to stand up as a proud black man, a father and a husband with no fear of repercussion, anything that you could dish out. Joe Biden said 14%. Shit, Joe. You were way off. You folks win. You hate unity. You love division. You're racist. You're weak. You're sniveling. And I'm most proud and happy to say you're scared. You win this week's world's most trifling. We'll be back with the polar opposite of trifling on the Jeff is Moody show. You're listening to Jeff is Moody on Beat Break 87. Previously on the Beat Break show. Libra Smith of Curvy Diamonds Boutique in the studio. What's going on? What's going on? How long have you been doing the fashion? How long have you been in the fashion industry? I know you said singing is your first love. Well, I, I haven't let music go. Okay. Music is still there. I, okay. I come from a musical family. Okay. So it's impossible for me to just say, okay, now I'm going to put this up and move into something else. I've always loved clothes. This, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it's always been there. Yeah. But similar to James Brown, he loved music. He had a passion for it, but he just can't read music. But he has all of these brilliant oh, yeah. ideas that he was able to create. So it's similar mm-hmm. to me. I don't draw. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here like I do. But if I, I can make you look good now. Okay. I can make you look good. I can, mm-hmm. I can twerk something out. So. Oh, really? <laughs> don't you go there. <laughs> the Beat Break Show is live on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Follow Beat Break 87FM on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Beat Break Radio. Family, 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 family. Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody Show. We are winding down and we are getting ready to move into the polar opposite of trifling. 
Thank you for riding on the uh, Jeff is Moody Airlines today, man. Thank you, guys. I think this is week 67. I get, I forget. I might be wrong. Hopefully, I had a number right by the time we uh, do this write up, you know? Thank you guys for flying with us. What a unique experience, huh? I take a lot of pride in this. I do. level the way I work I'm bouncing around while I'm working and I know that you guys have granted me the, the, the honor and the privilege of entertaining you or getting you by a, a couple of hours for the day and I don't take it for granted I take it serious I know I'm not for everybody know some people have come on and listened once and said I can't do this some people have come on and some people have said he's good a little bit much for me though some people have said I'm an ass some people have said I'm ignorant some people have said I'm whatever but you know what though the majority of people have stuck around and I I only work for mine I don't care about Let's do the polar opposite of trifling. Speaking of that. Family. uh, I want to wrap this show up by bringing it all the way back around as we prepare for our landing. It's true. The world is full of trifling people, but let us not forget that just as we have the low lives of the world, we also have people who are indeed the polar opposite. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the polar opposite of trifling. So I played this song by Jaha. I pray for mercy. On Moody Motivation. And it's funny because he ends up being this week's selection of the polar opposite of trifling along with people who put movements over mentions. Let me explain. So Jahad, he's an artist. I've known him for for, for decades, going on two decades. He's my official baby brother. Don't think he is. Mess with him and see who's the first person you see. Ah, this is not a gangster segment or nothing like that. I was amazed when he privileged me with this record, but he says, I don't, you don't have to say my name or nothing like that. Just I want something to heal the people. I was like, man, you don't really, you don't really get that too often because people are always like, yo, say my name, drop, just shop my web, yo, my, tell them how to find me on Instagram. You know, that's a person that puts a movement over a mention. You gotta respect that. Y'all know some people like that. 
Do you know somebody that puts the greater good of everything and everyone above their own? They don't want the credit. They don't want the pride. It's it's like a it's like a silent it's like a silent contributor to things. You know, some people they do things for people out in this world, and then they they videotape it and they film it. And I gotta tell y'all, I don't have a problem with that. A lot of people say, if you're going to do something for somebody, why you got to always advertise it? I would say this. Maybe some people are in it for themselves. You know, that's the world. Or maybe some people are trying to encourage other people to do the same thing. What better way to do it than to show you how to do it? I don't really have a problem with that. But you got your silent people, silent donors. You know, this world ain't just moving around because it's it's the people that you know that are doing things. This world is moving around because there's millions upon millions upon millions of people that do things and don't say nothing about them. Movements over mentions. What's good for the people? What's good for the time? What can I do to help everybody while 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 staying anonymous? Can I donate clothes? Can I go work at a soup kitchen and not let anybody know that I do that? Can I give money to something? Can I help an old lady across the street? Can I call a woman a queen or call my brother a king? Can I understand that these little things I do, they turn out to be big things. I'm a unifier, not a divider. That's when you know. You're about the movement, not the mention. Everybody want to be shouted out. Everybody want to be praised. Everybody want to be known. Everybody want to be popular. But every once in a while, a guy will come along and say, Play this song that can heal. And don't give me no credit. Just heal the people, bro. And every once every once in a while, somebody will come along and they'll do something and say, shh. Uh Baby bro, my man, my dogs, you are this week's polar opposite of trifling. And all of you that are silently being effective and moving, so are you. And I love you all. Remember... Nothing wrong with being public about what you're doing because we got to encourage other people. But let's not forget silence sometimes is stronger than noise. Well, family, I hope you all enjoyed the show, but make sure you enjoy life even more. Pray for love over hate, peace over war, and don't forget. You ain't shit until you lend someone a helping hand. 
Family, listen, y'all already know my method is my madness. You might not appreciate me till I'm gone, but while I'm here, I'm going to talk my shit. The ATL Traffic Mix with DJ Naturell is up next. I love you all. I appreciate you all. And thanks for once again letting me be me. See y'all next week with another hot one. Please stay tuned and keep it locked right here for more outstanding talk and musical programming on Beat Break 87FM, Beat Break Radio, FM.com, and of course, ReachOneNetwork.com. Ayo, Sean Garvey! Bruh! We got another one. See y'all next week. Love y'all. Jeffers Moody is out. R.I.P. Ron Lava. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Previously on the Beat Break Show. We got the homie AJ in the building. AJ. I can see you being in the White House. I mean, I would love Obama. to. Yeah, I, I didn't want to say myself, but yeah, I would love to go to the White House and, and sit down. Let me let me President set the Obama. stage out. I'm a, I'm gonna pretend I'm President Obama and you AJ. All right. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Wait for it. Wait for it. Okay. Uh, so uh, AJ. Yeah. Uh, so what does uh, AJ stand for? Uh, Applejacks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it doesn't. It's 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 AXJ AJ. It's it's what my all my friends and family call me. Go by AJ. So and the X is in there. It's just for leaving my own mark while I'm here. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Would you, you know, would you listen to my project, The Light Bulb Moment? Would you, I got, would you uh, take it to listen? I got my copy right here. You got your copy? Yeah, me and Michelle are going to bump to it. Please yeah. do. And I want you to hit me up and tell me what you like, too. Uh, about that. Definitely. The best part of waking up isn't Folgers. It's the Beat Break Morning Show. Start your morning off right with Sean Garvey and the crew on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Follow Beat Break 87FM on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Beat Break Radio.